think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Welcome back, March the 30th, year of our Lord, 2022. True Withers Show with True Withers. I'm your host, True Withers. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for helping us get to 5,000 subscribers. I did find out we passed that number. I don't know what happens now. My contract only runs till 5,000 subscribers. So, uh, y'all, after next week, y'all got to figure it out. But if you haven't yet, you can still subscribe. There's still a chance. There's still time to subscribe. Join us in the chat. Five star review wherever you are hearing us, and the thumbs up uh, on YouTube, please and thank you. Scoob's in the house. How we feeling, Scoob? I'm feeling good today. I finished Atlanta okay. season one right before we uh, Ooh, okay went live. So I just met uh, Cat Williams in season two. So, oh baby, you what a what a character! What an episode! Yeah, uh, I, I he just opened the door right before we right before we got on here, so I haven't <laughs> met him entirely, but I know he's there. Oh, listen, okay, I'm glad you said that because I was about to spoil everything, but I'm not gonna do it. No spoilers. <laughs> um, no, that is a good like I like it, and I wanted to rewatch it before it just came out, mm-hmm. but I didn't. There, so there's that. Um, but no, Atlanta one, yeah, two is good. Three is setting up to be uh, chaos. I just, I don't know where they take it, but I think it's a good thing. Um, chaos got, there was some good. tear. You know, chaos is good. As I learned yesterday from the tears. Um, was the backlash people? severe? Yeah. Listen, I don't, if it's not severe, I don't think you can call it backlash. You know what I mean? I feel like, I think pushback. You know what I'm saying? If it's like a month, I think we got some pushback. Um, These are our our shooting guard tears is yesterday. I will say, as I look at it, there is one, I think, one thing that bothers me I wish we would have changed as I look at it. What is it? And I think Clay should be A tier. Oh, you really, you think so? You think Clay is A? Hmm. I do, because again, we're talking... This year and last year, the injury, like the hard part is out of the way for Clay. Mm, true. You know what I mean? Like the last couple of years, Bradley Bill was healthy, but not playing particularly like wet. Like, you know what I'm saying? Is that better or worse if we're talking about this year mm-hmm. when, again, he's looked better and better? Like, so for this year and next year, and again, if you want like some reputation based, but I do feel I think Clay should have been A. That's the one that if we could do it again, I'd have Clay up there in the A, but. I'll, I'll agree there. I like, there's I'll no, there's agree. nothing we can do. No, um, nothing we can do. We can't go back and change it. So what's no? There, it, it's written in stone forever. Um, that was my main. That was the gripe I had. The gripes that I saw most. A lot of RJ too high. That was that was to be expected. We knew that was coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I saw people bang. saying we were respecting RJ. You know, so it was yeah, like fifty uh, fifty. <laughs> The Knicks beat six five four. Uh, really liked our rankings, mm-hmm. so I, I debatable, but I do think Clay should be up there. But uh, R J and Bang, uh, we knew that at the time. It's lofty, but again, we're we're trying to project this year next. So I, I don't hate that. I gotta say, a 
not insignificant number of people said, Harrow, what the hell? How's he not A tier? Hashtag Scoob knows ball. I'm saying I think he deserves I still think he deserves it. I'm not convinced differently. I think that that his offense is that big of a difference maker. I think so. I, this is where I like when I look at the rest of these and I was like, nah, Clay should be above these guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if it's just one, I think he should be above these guys. We got a lot of I'm trying. I think this week, even more than last week, there was a lot of oh, I just can't believe the disrespect for a somebody that was rated last week, b somebody that was just not an option on the tier, or c someone that was definitely not a shooting guard. So there was a lot of that, a lot of just general um, disdain. How do you say? Uh, there was some a lot of hardened too high, and I, I got. I think that was expected. Too. And honestly, um, I, I started to agree with it. I saw there. What are they calling him now? They're calling him Brick Ross. That's his Brick Ross. That's pretty. How did it take this long to come up with Brick? Rick Ross and James Harden have both been famous for ten years. They both had beards for ten years. They both had big bellies for. Well, I don't know if Harden got his belly this week. Um, but it just Rick Ross is great. That um, nickname started what two days ago. It's crazy. And it, it's called like wildfire. I don't yeah. know if they ever. I don't know if anybody ever calls him Jim again. No. Um. So you you think Harden A? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, right at the beginning of A, he's lost his lost his luster for S. I don't hate, but even then, I was looking at the. It's like if people watch him this year, it's like yeah, he's at twenty three points, eight rebounds, and ten assists. He gets to the free throw line a lot less, and still gets the free throw line a lot more than a lot of people. Uh, not shooting as well, so like definitely some like I'm not. I don't. Only Daryl Morey would tell you he's as good as he was like four years ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying that. I think a little lofty, but I'll tell you this. I stuck my neck out for you, Jim. If you embarrass me this play, if this postseason, if you embarrass me, we're done. Okay. We're done. I, I, again, I, I put my hide on the line. Uh, for Jim Harden, which, as I say it out loud, was a bad idea. We'll redo the whole tier if he fucks this up for us. We'll That's right. It. That's right. And everyone. Oh, yeah. Also, uh, I think it would be great if Kevin Porter Jr. just always ends up on these because he'll always end up in hell every single time. Yep. Um, we so need- if, he, if he's on the center tier, he's going to hell. Baby. <laughs> Whoever makes the tier, mm-hmm. we have to hope they, for whatever reason, put Kevin Porter Jr. at every single position. I'd be fine with that. Um, I got accused personally uh, of hating the Hawks and the Clippers. Oh, um, wow. You no, know, it's me, known Hawk hater. Um, I think Trey too low uh, last week. And mm-hmm. then I got to say, I think the, the, the Hawks gripe this time, we've got Herder and Bogdanovich C, I believe. Yes. Looking for, yeah. I don't know what the gripe is. Yeah. Do they think they're, you know D? what I mean? They might think they're D. No, these were Hawks fans, and it's like, I listen, I've watched Herder and Bogdan. They're not B. Yeah, they're certainly not B. Yeah, so I got accused of hating them, uh, hating uh, the Clippers for Kennard. The thing with could it, it's similar. Like, last week, Mark, people were like, Marcus Smart's about to make first-team all defense. Mm-hmm. He's going to be C-tier. It's like, this week, it's Luke Kennard's leading the league in three-point percentage. It's like, man, P.J. Tucker was doing that last. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's one of those fluctuates. Although kind of thing. Luke hit a big shot last night, apparently. Someone in Listen, chat said so. Did he knocked down the shot. That's what the D stands for. Yeah. Um, like Doug McDermott, right? Like we're gonna do small forwards next week, and that's gonna tear this family apart. Doug McDermott we, going D tier with the swing. 
he might be leading the league in three-point percentage school. He's right there. You know what I mean? So that's my point. Like, if we're looking at one end, he's the leader in this thing. He made, uh, it just, it, it opens up a lot of uh, worm cans, mm-hmm. I think is the way to say. Um, who else we got? It also led to people defending Jordan Fusions in my mentions. I, a lot of people admitted to owning a pair. That... Open. Some people I thought I knew. I mean, we made the community on Twitter, and one of the first posts was someone saying, I own Jordan Fusions. I thought about shutting it down right there. I think you should have. Yeah, also, we do have the uh, dipped our toe in the Twitter community waters. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, you, I think it's, yeah. I if think you, it's I don't my know, Do you have the link tweet. or how to search um, for it? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. if you go to, uh, go to Sex J's page, the pinned tweet is the community. It's growing there. I stuck my head in. I was like, boy, this looks like trouble. Um, it's pretty cool. Though. I didn't leave though. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I didn't leave. Yeah. So if you, yeah, if if you like, not even kidding. If it's people like I see same names in here every day, and I like appreciate it. I'm thankful for you. If you're on that kind of time, then you should probably be in the community. Like, right? like I just, yeah, I just feel like you would appreciate that. Um, yeah, McMahon on the hot seat. My dude, Chris, they was talking about they own multiple pairs of fusions. <laughs> I got to, I got to tear the people I thought I knew. So everyone's in. If you wore fusions, you're in hell, brother. Um, Tearing my friends based upon it, what shoes I've seen them or heard they've worn. Oh my god! You want to talk about what would tear? That would be. I think it'd be the worst thing you could do to you for somebody. I'm D tier. My shoes are D tier. You lose. You definitely lose the friendship. Oh, absolutely. I I think. Mm-hmm. You, you, whatever friend you declare worse dressed, that person has a right to like swing on you, probably. Yeah, now it's oh, another reason they better have Tony Snell as a small forward because Tony Snell, <laughs> by all accounts, is the worst dressed player in the NBA. Um, his teammates say it. he's also very open, like he, he's Tony Snell's very much a I don't care guy. Like, yeah, let's can we get some Tony Snell, uh, couture? Oh my god. Here he is. There he is. I gotta say, not. I mean, this isn't like worst dressed. You know what I mean? Yeah. He this isn't. He's not going on the runway with this, but this ain't. Yeah, he's not. He's not trying. He's just. He clearly. He's wearing um, what's comfortable. You know. It's me. I am Tony Snell. Um. Look at Tony Snell, the worst dressed. Okay, well, those, that's a, those jeans. That's a are tough. Kinda, that's tough denim. Yeah, that's tough denim. Yeah. Um, actually, okay. Do we have a Tony Snell Instagram? Because that's where people like that's where everybody posts like their fits fits. So I want to see what Tony Snell oh, thinks so are his fits. So yeah, people like this ain't worse than Zion. Zion dressed worse than this. Um, um I don't know if Snell, he might not have an he might have a computer, man. I, I don't think he does because I looked up Tony Snell Instagram and oh, I don't yeah, he might not. Oh no, he has a Twitter. Uh-oh. He has a Twitter. Yeah, I think Tony Snell just like cool like he went to it was him and Kawhi. like he's a Kawhi guy and they i don't know i, I can't say i call Kawhi fashionable i can't think of an outfit he's ever had on but they said tony snail was the worst of the worst man was the shirt oh, to- oh i thought that said fuck tony snail i was like why would you oh, make uh, that shirt yeah i said what's this <laughs> what do you ever do um, <laughs> hey, what is this you put a what is okay okay no okay so there's a we're looking at right now a shirt a woman's shirt and on the front of her shirt is the back of Tony Snell's jersey. You understand? It's the worst like, you understand shirt. what I'm saying? I, like it doesn't say Snell 
and number 19 on the front of our shirt. You understand? It's the outline of the jersey, the highlight around the collar and the armholes. I need to see the back of this shirt now. I think it should just be a picture of Tony Snell. <laughs> just a, picture, a, a tone. Oh, my God. Big tone. Is this Tony Snell at Hooters? That's what I'm saying. Listen, a white tee. This is not the worst dressed man in the league. I think I, I, I got to get Tony on to he, he's got to defeat these allegations. He dresses like he's stuck in 1996. He's just wearing a hoodie. <laughs> yeah, God forbid. Uh, yeah, click, <laughs> click on that. Uh, he dressed like the picture he has on literally like a a, a zip up, like uh, probably like a Nike team hoodie. Oh, it's um, an athletic article. They're gonna want money. Ugh. Yeah, they do. Um, I hate. Will him. says it's the worst shirt he ever seen. That's... I don't know about worst. Uh, what, listen, Zion is Zion a worse dresser than this? Comfortably. Yeah. Tony Snell seems like very much a like it's either gonna be team gear or something I got from like journeys. Let's see. That's the vibes. Um Yeah, I mean Zion just wears a tracksuit. He wears whatever. I don't hate that. That's the best dress I've ever seen. Zion. Anytime Zion try to uh get adventurous. <laughs> that's not whole I mean that, it, that's adventurous, but that's not horrible he got some bad ones man where oh, oh, oh just saw one go up the one where he's standing with fan right there this one the that's Gucci the one if we, um, can we get that let's uh, see. enlarged because that's the picture that's the one where they said he was dressed like luther vandross in 1982 oh, why is it so uh, small they don't want you to see how bad the fit is yeah i think we're gonna have to settle for like this where the <laughs> who's on the front of that shirt i don't I don't even know. Is it Andre Miller? Who is it? It says A-R-R-E on top. How do we piece together what this is? I don't know. Whose shirt is it? I know you the anime. He had on like a whole anime fit in like the anime socks. Oh, type in Zion uh, anime socks. He had like a whole anime fit. I said, brother, man. Listen. Uh, oh, there we go. No. There it is. Yeah. Okay. There it is right there. The whole fit. He's got like it, I don't know what the uh, show is. One but it's Piece anim- Naruto. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's two shows. Okay. He's got multiple oh, shows. Oh my bad. Um, that feels like bad. I feel like Adidas and Nike. Like you know what I'm saying? Like mixed man. Um, he's got on like the vest, custom painted vest, custom jeans, custom socks. They got a little peek of, and the custom shoes. I think it like it's just too much. I feel like if he went honestly, one of these things. It's, I don't think it's a bad fit. It's it's, it's overwhelming. I mean, um, look that's at, tough, brother man. Please, Jonas Valanciunas is like, ah, fuck, they got me on camera with this whack ass jacket. Yeah, he said, no, nah, come on, man. <laughs> that's part. It's a joke between the cameraman. They just anytime Zion wears something, they try to catch another player with it. Oh. Like, look at that's. Think about how big he is. That's a lot of anime, and I say that, that like not a fat joke. He's just a large human being. That's a lot of anime, dog. A lot of work to put in for this thing. He probably <laughs> that's a lot of paint, a lot of fabric. Um, oh, it's all creased and shit. It's all creased up on the back. Oh, that's what I'm saying. He he wrinkly. Uh, this is worse than anything Tony Snell ever put on. It's just overwhelming. It's simply overwhelming. Oh no! Um, anyone can look good in a suit. Yeah, now nah, draft night is draft night's cheating. Like yeah. companies will, they're like, please wear our best suit. Like, you know what I mean? You don't have to pick that. Uh, what is this? Some kind of leather jacket? Is that a leather? This this is the one. 
Can you click whatever that if it takes us to the website or does it ask for journalism? Um, the, uh, it's probably gonna one. ask us for journalism. But let's see. Oh, maybe. Like, oh, 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 oh. I was gonna say. Okay, perfect. Oh, here we go. Bingo. Yes. Bingo. This is the one. This is youth pastor uh, trying to show the kids he still got it. Uh, y'all give it up for Gucci, but not for God. Like that's the type of vibes he got on right now. He's like, I, listen, you play it the right way. You can wear these nice threads like daddy. Oh, um, got to straight stand the straight and narrow and you might get this Gucci <laughs> yeah. shirt yourself. He hippie. And I know cause I'm hippie and that's how I look in my Gucci shirt and open a uh, blazer. That's the only pick they, they, this whole article is supposed to be about his passion for Gucci and they got him in three outfits wearing it. That's yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Go up to the top one. His passion for Gucci, he only ever wears a Gucci shirt then throws like a jacket or what, which again is fine, but I, can we call that a passion? Right. It's almost like, like it, he got something sent for free, you know? Well, it's like, I feel like it's one of those, you go to a store, you buy three shirts, you don't wear them all three at the same time, you know what I mean? You stretch mm-hmm. it out and they're like, man, that guy's obsessed with Gucci. Uh, he loves it. <laughs> yeah, you wear a Gucci shirt once a month, uh, and they're like, man, he, Zion is buying Gucci stock oh um, it says he was one of the guests at the gucci pop-up in chicago during the all-star game okay so that's where he got these shirts and then he wore them during all-star weekend where do you where do you get that uh uh naruto naruto where do you get that from what pop-up was that maybe maybe the the people on the show gave it to him you know like when you jersey swap maybe naruto mm-hmm. and one piece gave it to him <laughs> and gave him was not, uh, the every single person that draws on that show can fit in and they gave him the uh <laughs> the blazer that it took 10 of them to hold up also the tucked in shirt that's tough Zion. i like Are you grown man i kind of like that look though it's kind of like uh it's like uh you like a narcos look you know like on the narcos show <laughs> he's always got the tucked in shirt the the the, the jeans yeah but they, they didn't know no better now they can they'll make your shirt literally so like it can still show the belt and don't need to be tucked man we live in a different like zion playing by 1982 rules I don't know. Um, I, I I think I think you crossed the line there. I think he looks good like that. I also, somebody mentioned it. I don't hate like ones, of course. I don't like these ones with it. Yeah, the red, like the red. It ain't you. You he could have went a different pair of ones. The whole um, outfit's blue, but the shoes are red. What is that? Yeah, mean? like you know, what I'm saying he could have went easily like a white and blue or matched something in the Gucci shirt. Uh, this is just the fashion. I also said, when was it? He looked pretty slim here. He looks like in the neck and face. He looked. The boy looks in good shape. Um, yeah, okay. I just got sent a Paul George picture. We gotta find uh-oh. this one. Oh, there it is. Oh no, Paul. Oh, oh, nah, Paul. Yup, Paul. What 24? the 24? Nah, that's Ooh, Antonio Banderas. Who is this, bro? What the hell? What kind of Zorro shit is this, man? This is, it looks like it's like a, it's got. This is worse than anything Zion's ever had on either, to be fair. This is the worst. It's like an armadillo shell. It's like, (laughs) this is awful. Backwards. Like like they took a woman's corset, uh, just snapped it in half. And he's like, now put a bow tie on. Yeah, he's like, okay, so I see these ropes in the middle. Cut all of those. And then I'm just going to Yeah, just leave it. He's like, you want us us to trim up that fray? Nah, leave it. I think it's badass. (laughs) Um, Nah, this is tough. That's. This is one of those. Uh, if they, if Paul George is really like the homie, then I need the footage of him walking in the locker room and them just clowning him. 
Right. Who? Oh, Draymond. Look up Draymond outfits. Draymond can't dress. Draymond do not be having that shit on. Um. He yeah, he like he about to uh, conduct an orchestra or something. Oh. Listen, Draymond do not have that shit on, brother. <laughs> what do we have here? Are those knee? Are those kneecaps? Hey, brother. We have an art. The evolution of his style. <laughs> what zoom in on? The, what kind of shoes are we looking at here? Are those some clickety clack? <laughs> oh. Okay, yeah. Let's get the whole fit if we can. Oh wait, why? Why does zooming in on the picture? Look at this. It, it ma- oh, it's the scroll thing. Okay, wow. I gotta like. I don't up top. Give me just the up top, like the zoom in on up top. There we go. I, I don't. I don't particularly like that jacket, but I don't hate this look. Plain white shirt and a jacket. That's not terrible. Yeah, that's not terrible. Um, even, that yeah, means... even though I, I, I go different jacket. From the waist down, daddy. The holes in the jeans, and then you got the... the... Them, hard, them some clickety-clack, man. <laughs> them some hard bottoms. I bet the... I want to see if the toe pointy or square on them. It looks pointy. It looks It looks kind of pointy. That's how Risky be uh, dressing. Rosebud said he dressed like that in 09. Rosebud dressed like that today. Uh, um, Chelsea boots. They're they're Saint Laurent Chelsea boots. Saint Laurent Daniel Patrick jeans. I love these jeans. The length on them is incredible. <laughs> the holes <laughs> in the knees got me. Hold on, I do love that. He was like Draymond. We have a pair of pants for someone your height. And he said the length is incredible, man. Like <laughs> Draymond Green's been introduced to tailors. Uh, I didn't know they made them this long. <laughs> He said, there's holes in it. But what if my foot come out when I put them on? No, no, no. Those are for your knees. <gasps> um, he said, <laughs> and then it's just basic white for the shirt. It's actually short sleeve. It's Vince. This jacket. I recently just came over this brand. They're getting started. They're out of Paris called Eleven Paris. Um, so I, I, I'm not a fan of the jacket. Uh, do we have any more of his fits? Uh, let's we should just see. read through GQ articles. Oh, the, oh, the point. The, the oh, shoes. here we go. There's the shoes. There we go. Pointy shoe, pointy shoe. Oh, yeah. Listen, man. If you just show me only like from the kneecap below. Like the knee. That's a, that's Jake the Snake Roberts. <laughs> About to come out and fight. That's a that's big, sexy Kevin Nash. I wish the I wish they curled up. They were just like, like jester <laughs> <Yeah>. shoes. <laughs> With the sharp point. Um, Those are the longest shoes I've ever seen. I do love it. Have you always been into style? Style is my passion. Um, no, he said, I've always been in style since growing up as a kid. Whether it was the full blue jean suits as a kid, when those were really hot. Let me stop you right there. Draymond Green is younger than I am. And I understand I didn't grow up in Michigan. But I know some people that grew up in Michigan. And I don't remember the, maybe the full, y'all tell me. Y'all tell me, was the full-blown blue jean suit, was that a, a look out there in, in uh, Wisconsin school? It didn't, it didn't touch our way. I don't remember a single person ever <laughs> in my life wearing a blue jean suit. When those were really hot, uh, to the Gucci velours back in the day, I've always loved it. Obviously, growing up where I did, we didn't have much money, so I wasn't able to really go all the way into it. And then being blessed to play in the NBA allows you to do a little more, figure a few more things out. I love it. Um, it's just figuring it out, you know. The blue jean suit, man. I'm starting. I'm worrying about Aaron's choices too. Aaron says Zion had on a fit. He said the blue jean suit is a fit. Aaron, I don't know, man. Um, what was it? Yeah, what was his first big purchase? Uh, he hired Vic, and that changed. So he hired someone to do Marcus Vic. Michael Vic's little brother is his stop. No, um, it is what 
I think we should be stylish, bro. I could put together like an outfit that doesn't work. I do it literally all the time. Um, uh, he doesn't say what he bought, so. Mm-hmm. Do we got any more fits? They normally at least let them like to show off a couple. Oh, uh, they just, we just keep getting more and more zone. We're going to get the damn soles and stitches. <laughs> There's not a single. This is oh, this is a policeman boot. This is uh, in any cartoon where they don't show the policeman face, but they show just like the black boot walking up. Yep. That's the that's the boots of the law. That's the boots of, uh, you know how fast you're going back there, boy. Imagine the camera just keeps panning up and he's just wearing the blue jean suit again. <laughs> that was it all we pan- have, though. Come on. It pans up and he's doing, I feel like, a bullfighter, bro. Um, with the tassels and shit. That's a, that's a, that's a police shoe. That's police footwear. Um, where's the, yeah, the short, the, uh, that green one. He's got on shorts there. I I don't hate that one as much. The oh, yeah, green one. and bl- that one at the award. He won Defensive Player of the Year in that man. David Stern would have said, "No, you are not." Uh, David yeah. Stern would say, "I'm not giving you that award to you. You put some pants on right now, <laughs> right now." Because I don't like the I like the color. I like the jacket a lot. Like it's a good color, but the shorts, man, that's just one of those like I don't know if you just, if he's full pants with that, and that's a nice suit. I don't. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a shorts with suits guy. I don't know. Maybe that's just old guy me. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm Cover not, up your damn legs. Yeah. Um, I don't want to see those. I don't want to see those hairy legs. I'm not a fan. Yeah. Look, Draymond is a big long sleeves but short shorts guy. Hmm. That's kind of his vibe. Is he wearing his own jersey? Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> what? This was at some All Star game or? Nah, I need more. Can you, I need as many angles as possible. This is, I forgot all about this winter coat. This is a giant coat. This is, I don't even think it's a coat. I think it's just a regular coat. He just has an actual bear. Like, he just has an actual bear. <laughs> he got the same coat as Dirty D from uh, Pootie Town. That's a preposterous, man, that's a, uh, they said, that's a bitch better have my money. I think, is he? does he have it on inside out? I think he put on like a mink coat inside out. It does look like that. In a, it really does. Oh, oh, here we go. Another picture. Here we go. There we go. That's some. That's some grizzly boy. That's some grizzly. It looks like um, like uh, <laughs> the the sheet the firefighters would throw over someone during like a simulation, <laughs> like to put the fire out. It looks like a, a rain tarp, man. They roll that up over the field uh, when it start raining at the nationals. Stay. Yeah, that's that Frank Lucas. But the thing is, like, go back. I think it's a nice hat, right? Like, I th- yeah, the hat. The, the hat thing. looks yeah. decent. I feel like it's just always one. Like, he can't leave well enough alone, man. Nope, he's got to. He's always got to take it too damn far. He's got to take it too far. Um. Oh man, I forgot about that coat. He really do. Uh, he love a hat too. He does love a hat. He love. <laughs> I, I, not, <laughs> The short sleeve button up in a hat, man. This guy, uh, aloe black over here. Jeez, wait, wait, he's, uh, he's got an IMDb. Why does he have an yeah, IMDb? He does. Oh, he's in Space Jam. Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah, all his broadcast stuff that stuff count too. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Draymond Green Oscar winner. Some are saying he could be due. Uh, wait, what is this? This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do if I kissed you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, he's just got the big. Uh, it was like the fat. Hey, be wavy, Fabby Albert. Um, <laughs> I mean, that is that is a crazy size hat. That is very large. It's an absurd hat. 
Uh, <laughs> okay, well, now listen, now, if he's going to come in now down Bucket Hat Lane, now, now wait a damn minute, brother. He's infringing on the territory. Excuse, excuse me? Um, yeah, you see, he went to flat, he started winning rings, went to flat bills. He left the uh, Bucket Hats for the real champs. Um, this is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. What would you do if I was right there, a uh, monkey hiding behind his hands emoji? What would you do if I kissed you? Look at that! Look at that! Uh, that bare knee up by that trophy. <laughs> David Stern would not let this fly. Not a sock in sight. I ain't seen a sock since we started. <laughs> I don't think he wears socks. I don't think he does. I don't think he, this generation just not sock wearers. I mean, look at this. There's no socks there. Not a. I'm telling you, I ain't seen a sock in four years. In the NBA, very strange. I don't like mm. this trend. I, it, it's not. I'm a sock guy, so it's not for me. Um, ooh, you know what is for me? Let's do a little poidal, hmm. and then we got a new one. Have you seen the? the, the there's a weddle one. Yeah, the football weddle. I have not tried it. We will try it now. I am covering the chat. No disrespect, but I don't want to see what you're saying. Um. Let's see. Yesterday, I know we got it in three. I can't remember who it was, but we was on it. Oh yeah, who was it? Was Myers Plumley? It was my Mason Plumlee. Mason Plumley. Well, yeah. Plum, um, okay. Uh, who are you feeling today? We it, I asked for who the most mid was. We went Marcus Smart. Mm-hmm. Who's the most mid player today? Uh, the most mid player today. Let's do. Let's do. Uh, Luke Kennard. Uh, not, Let's see. Not a good oh guess. boy! Not a good Ice guess. cold. Brr. Well, we got um, the West. That helps. This person is in the West. Can confirm. Um, taller than six five, younger than twenty five. Jersey number over five, so not much there, but not a guard. So, Eastern Conference, forward or center. The Western tall- Conference. Oh no! So, yeah, you're right. Uh, Western Conference, forward or center, taller than six five, younger. Than twenty five, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. Imagine. Uh, okay, um, yep. so this part, forward or center, short. Okay, taller than six five, shorter than six eleven, slightly younger than twenty two. So we got a a young buck. Twenty one then. Yeah, so twenty one got a young buck, forward or center in the West. Who you got? Uh, in the West and not in the Southwest or the Pacific. So what? Teams... Not in the Southwest and the Pacific. That would leave the, I think like North, uh, Timberwolves, Oklahoma City. Oh. Um. Um. No, Malik Beasley's older than twenty-one, right? Yeah, he's older than that. Uh. Hmm. Ooh, uh, Jarrett Culver. No, 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 no. He plays for Memphis now. Never mind. Never mind. He got traded. Uh. Uh, I'm totally blanking right now. Okay, see, younger than tw- Olivier Sar. I was gonna say Poku. Oh, OKC. oh, oh, okay, oh, okay. We got the team. Oklahoma City, shorter than seven foot. Okay, Sar is twenty three. My bad. Um, okay, so this person's twenty one on Oklahoma City. It was Poku the other day, so I feel like we can rule out Poku. Um, Oklahoma City Ford. Who you got? Is it is it gonna be Baisley? Let's see. Is it Darius Baisley? Oh, oh, it's it, it's it's everything but him. This person is a place for Oklahoma City. 
like him is a Ford at a 6'8", is 21 like him, but does not wear number seven. Who is a 6'8 Ford? Giddy's younger than that. Shea's a guard. Lou Dordish, tiny. Who is 6'8"? Um, is it Poku again? No. No, he's tall. He's like seven foot. Um, Je- Jeremiah Robinson Earl? Like, I... <laughs> and that's the only other uh, Robinson... There we go. No, he's on. Wait, wait, why no. did wait? Why did it oh, do you are. We blew a guess. Wait, why did it do? Wait, wait. <laughs> I literally wait. I literally pressed on Jeremiah. It was Jeremiah. Look, you see how they don't want you to win, school. We all saw that. They don't. They don't want you to win. We all he saw up, that. He pulled up Robinson. We saw Jeremiah Robinson early. Clicked it. And everything went like ice. I was like, wait, what? And then it said Mitchell Robin. Uh, was not the Mitch man. It was not, but it was Jeremiah. There we go. It was go. not the Mitch man. I was going to say, if it wasn't like after that, Isaiah Roby was my next guest. After that, I was like, we need a silhouette, baby. And that would not have helped me in the slightest. Yeah, no, um, that silhouette not helping anybody. Good deal. They're saying Sex J had the uh, had the over. That's a, a, a man oh man shaving points. Dude, if that was shaving. if that was the last guess, I would have I would have filed a ticket with support there because I, no, I would have filed appeal, man. I pressed Robinson Earl there. I they did. said, yeah, no, you clearly clicked, uh, pressed Mitchell Robinson Earl. <laughs> um, All right, so what is this Weddle? Yeah, it's a uh, Weddle. W e d d l e. Um, yes, here we go. Let's see. Again, chat covered up. We get eight guesses. I've never did this one. All right, here we go. Oh, so no silhouette. Damn. Yeah, I mean, no nothing. silhouette. Um, okay, I did see it's only, I think, fantasy eligible players. Yes. Yeah, so so no I'm mean, like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, which is very helpful. The, the ones that people know what look like. Mm-hmm. Um you got a random football player? <laughs> you got a random offensive football player? Corey Davis. Oh, okay. Okay. So we are looking at our clues. So it's not the Jets. Yellow AFC East. So it's so I, in the close AFC. To the, yeah, I'm guessing in the AFC, but not the East. Is a wide receiver. That helps quite. Like, it narrows us down. Taller than 6'3", a little bit. Younger than 27. A little bit. Um, AFC. Hmm. This is. But not the AFC East. AFC. I will say um, T. Higgins. T. Oh. T. Ooh, 6'4". Okay. Okay. So we got the 6'4". Older than. Okay. Older than 23. Younger than 27. 6-4 on the dot, wide receiver in the AFC, but not the North. So we know it's either the AFC South, AFC West. Now, AFC teams, I know divisions. Michael Pittman. I don't know how tall he is, but sure. Yeah, I don't know how tall he is either, but he's a, a wide see. receiver in the AFC. Yeah. Oh, no way. No. Scoob. He's the only wide receiver in the AFC. <laughs> We we only got two yeah, divisions, I was, and the, I was like, listen, it, I was it wasn't Tyreek Hill. He was traded to the East. It had to be Pitten. The, the only other wide receiver get- I thought of was Marvin Jones, and he's tiny. 
So it wasn't going to yeah, be sure. him. Well, I was going to say, I was like, I was trying to think of, I was like, okay, you're going AFC South. I was trying to think of West, somebody in the, I was uh, scantling. Um, yeah. Michael put three guesses. I could only think of, <laughs> once you know 6'4", like it, it can only be so many guys because most yeah, guys no, are one, burners, yeah. tiny boys. Yeah, no, that's true. Locking it in on the height might actually be, I mean, we'll do, we, I, I kind of like this one. We may, we may work this one. 25. I couldn't have guessed his uh, number for the life of me. Yeah, no. I, you, they might as well cut that part off. Well, um, well, I think once you narrow out two divisions, that makes it really easy because there's only like yeah, no, I, 10 guys it could have been then. So, okay, just going for we need position. If you can lock down position mm-hmm. and division. Yeah, that makes it easy, right? Position there. and division, mm-hmm. because okay, now nah, we picked a random player, so it's going to be quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. One of those four. Lock that down immediately. Get your division. So the AFC North just being yelling, we're like, it's you're warmer. <laughs> uh, um, okay, good deal. Um, you feeling lucky? You feeling literal lucky? Oh. We haven't played a little literal. Uh, I don't know if I'm feeling lucky, but I'm down to do it. Let's roll the dice, baby. Imagine first try. Plus, I'm calling shenanigans. S. S for shenanigans. All right. You want S? I want S. It was not S. Okay, I'm going to go I. I was going to I. Okay. Okay. Let's see. S. I. Feeling like a V. V. For victorious. Nope. Ah. For wrong, V for wrong. Um, um I'm gonna go Y. Not a Y. Um Q. Q and then a little line. Q. Damn. It's not any of these letters. Um H. Oh. Okay, scroll down. I gotta I like to have a good view of the field. What like I'm just looking I'm I'm seeing which letters like making eyes at Who's making eyes at me? L. L wants some alone time. Nope. False alarm. My bad. Uh, she, was, she was looking at she was looking at the guy behind me. She was looking at X. Mm-mm. That's what she said to that. Let's see. Let's see. I'm looking across the bar, across the bar. Oh, oh, with like a nice beverage. Nope. She said nope. The old I already had one. Nope. She said, I am not thirsty. Um, um, he oh, she slapped me across no, the sir. face. It hurt a lot. Yep. yep. Uh, she said you're. She said you're B tier. I'm in here <laughs> with my S tier. Um, and I said that ain't right, girl. Give me an R. Oh, damn! No, dude, no. It's no letter. No. This is impossible. Okay, it's gonna be. We have to think about analytics. It's F. Oh. Okay, it's not F. I got turned down. I'm licking my wounds. I order another drink at the bar. Give me some whiskey. W. <laughs> oh my God, you're fresh out. They don't have any whiskey. Oh God. Okay, they have no whiskey. I need gin. I need a G. Oh. <laughs> We're fresh out of gin too. Okay. Okay. I will take. Damn, all the good. Okay, give me just give me a Zima. Give me a Zima. One Zima. No, I don't have any Zima either. <laughs> this is 
this is the by far the worst we've ever done. Um, <laughs> I don't think we've ever had this far, and we used strategy this time. We got strategy. <laughs> what are you drinking, Scoob? Okay, I'm, I'm having I'm having uh, peach soda. Pee. <laughs> so we had a pee, man. We ain't got no pee, and you can't push it, and you can't drink it. I said, man, just let me get uh, a mint julep. M. <laughs> there are one, two, there are seven letters we have not guessed. I, okay, now I want to see can we just not, can we be the first person that just lose? Try to win and just lose. <laughs> I don't even want to win anymore. Okay. What you drinking, Scoop? Um, Where are we at now? You know what? I'm down on my luck and I'm having Oduls D. No. <laughs> no, you ain't. <laughs> no, you are not. Uh, man, you know what? I'm not even really trying to drink no more. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get something to eat. Something to eat. I want to eat. <laughs> nope. Our bar's closed. <laughs> the kitchen's closed. The bar's just closed. I'm um, doing K. The kitchen's closed. <laughs> I'm going C. The kitchen is closed. <laughs> Go! 21 guesses. There's only 26 letters in the alphabet. That is sick, man. We that is. <laughs> I feel. I don't feel any account. I almost. I really wish we would have went all 26. I would have. I felt, really wish we. Would've. I would have felt better if we didn't get it. <laughs> I wonder what the message is. It's just like, hey, you you got it in 26 guesses, man. Um, <laughs> nice try. Jeez Louise, that's. I think we started to, it was beginner's luck. Begin, we start. we got the first couple in like one or two. Mm-hmm. We're getting ice cold, daddy. Jesus Christ. Yeah, does that um, mean, does that mean, do we, do we, that means we can't gamble or do we have to gamble today? Like we, we just used all the bad luck here. I don't know, man. I feel like it's a, if I was in Vegas, Vegas would be like, nah, y'all need to gamble. And that's how I know I should not gamble. I, they, that's how I was. The, the 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 dealers at the table saying, "Hey man, you seem due for a heater." <laughs> yeah, this C for come on over here and play some of these cards, my guy. I said, "No, nah, man. Uh, uh, deal me in. Just deal me in, real quick." Uh, boy, that was that was exhausting. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron was praying on our downfall. We beat the letter allegation, <laughs> allegation somehow. E Beach um, says Jam doesn't know why, but he just got a migraine in class. <laughs> Jam just got a migraine like a uh, uh, Professor Charles Xavier. He just dropped, uh, just like dropped the pen. Uh, <laughs> he said twenty-one guesses. Why? <laughs> and uh, like the stop motion is just like lightning bolts coming from his head. He's just like this. They used to do that in every single comic I ever seen. Somebody was holding oh, it yep, yep. like this. Um, that's what Jam's doing right now. But hey, listen, we got it. Like, I don't think the people could say we did not get it. Um, anyways, yeah, there. <laughs> that, listen, that's the, in the dead center. That's the one right there. That's what Jam <laughs> is doing right now. Yeah, click on that if you can. <laughs> yeah, uh, a Z. Uh. uh. No one drinks Zima. <laughs> <laughs> they just had Charles in hell, boy. Um, For real, he's suffering. Man, I'll, give me a, a D for Commander Dale Brown yes. offering his services. Uh, 
to whoever needs it, really. Pretty much, it seemed it was open offer to anyone who wants it. So. Look, look at our pro, our protagonist. It says slap prevention for the Oscars. At Chris Band, Chris Rock mentions they're in hell. I tagged them um, in on the clip. I I've, had, I've added them in everything. Uh, <laughs> at Chris Rock, called us. We have intelligent options to decrease your slapability. This is this this is the this is what happens when Chris Rock plays it professional or whatever. Yep. Now he's the butter. He's going to get a taste of his own medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, what does Commander do? I got to say he's looking pretty chipper. I never seen him look this chipper. He looks very happy. He's in a good mood. Very, good mood. Yeah. What's, uh, what's what's DB talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me open it up in the Discord. Sorry. Not a word. Um, I, 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 he uh, come in smile. I don't think I've ever seen him come in smiling. It is, um, it's in here we Discord. go. All right. Let's get it. Detroit, there was about training. Right now, I want to share with you how you can prevent yourself from being slapped in the mouth. When you say something about someone's wife, you shouldn't have said in the first place. So... Commentary deal. Do when the man's coming towards you to confront you, instead of laughing, you simply move off stage left. And <coughs> if you have to, block. Now, if he's moving too fast, then you're going to have to improvise, which means mm. head is to the side, and then you come up. And from here, you simply push the elbows away and say, "Hey, sorry about what I said about your wife. I apologize," and simply move away from you. These are intelligent options, which will increase your survivability. Chris. What if Chris Rock just did that though? What if Chris Rock just completely slipped it and just escorted him? It's like I think this guy. I think it's time to take out the trash and just walk Will Smith off trade, off stage by his shoulder. What, what if he? What if he slipped it? He ducks it and he hits him with an even harder left. He just knocks Ooh. Will Smith out right in front of everybody. You know what I think would be? I mean, funnier for me, of course. Is it? it he he ducks it. Not the. Uh, he doesn't go to the face. He just go. Just knocks the wind out of Will Smith. Just one of those body <gasps> shot. Oh yeah. yeah. <gasps> he just drops to his knees immediately. And Chris Rock, yeah, again, just straightened this. Like I said, Quest Love, uh, ABC. But man, Commander Dale. Uh I think I think this, this is gonna be the opener of the Netflix series. Absolutely. The, uh the Chris Rock Netflix special. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say Commander Dale should the Oscars hire him to work security from now on. He guards the stage. Ooh, I was gonna say hire him as a host. If he's the host, you don't need to nobody's running up on this guy. You know what I mean? Two birds, one stone. You'd have um, to be worried though, because a man with that much power, Commander Dale might make some untimely uh, jokes, you know? He no. just He's just making jokes about everyone. Right. No, uh, no one's willing to test him, I mean. Yeah, Will Smith walks up there and he gets up there and then he walks right back down. <laughs> um, he just doesn't do a thing. Commander, Commander Dell got some comedic chops, mm-hmm. uh, some timing. Right, I want to share with you how you can prevent yourself from being slapped in the mouth. When you say something about someone's wife, you shouldn't have said in the first place. Get him, Dale. So, the first thing you should do when the man's coming towards you—that's a nice setup you. they got there. Yeah, I think they've gone—they've got upgrades since we last. I was gonna say that's a, that's a nice building, man. I think Cade Cunningham. Uh, we'll get to Cade. I think Cade may have, you know, signed off on some uh, upgrades. Yep, he said, "You guys give me the training to make me rookie of the year. I'll give you guys the tools to succeed." Mm-hmm. And so I think I... Commander Dale should be there when he gets the award. He might be. I think. I think he might actually. I do genuinely think Cade might have Commander Dale there. I mean, I can't. If I won Rookie of the Year, I would have like I'd be like Commander Dale. 
would you accompany me? Yes. My God, yes, a thousand times, yes. Um, Look, if he he was in the cage at UFC, I I'm and now it's no longer a question of where will Commander Dale be; it's when will I see him next. I know I'm gonna see. Mm, him. Where yeah, where uh, where, where's the next place we see Commander Dale? Not in the dust. Oh my God! Uh, not in dust <laughs> headquarters. We need Commander Dale to link up with Eric Adams and teach him self defense oh, tips. Oh wow! But he. Eric Adams, I, I don't think Eric Adams, I think it'd be, oh. Eric Adams, said, he said, I'm a police, I, I'm already defended, myself is already defended, and then Commander Dale Brown goes, ta, 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 and he does something, and Eric Adams said, oh my god, I was not defended as well as I previously imagined. He would teach him new tricks, for sure. Mm-hmm. So he's like, say you got a nice broccoli in your pocket, chicks on coke going crazy next to you, and you're drinking your 12th Guinness Stout of the day, and we'll Smith walks up the steps. What do you do, Mr. Mayor? Um, and then right in that, he, he's, he's trying. Yeah, I, <laughs> I slip, rip, ground and pound, bob, weave, <laughs> shake, and also bake. Um, he just rhymes. He just rhymes for an hour. That's what the, the mayor does every single morning. Ex- uh, WrestleMania is Sunday, and Seth Rollins ooh. is fighting someone they haven't named yet. What if it's Dale Brown? Ooh, does Seth Rollins want those tri- like does he you know what I'm saying? I know Seth Rollins' name. Does he want to take that kind of L on a stage like WrestleMania? I don't think he well, can that can't roll be... with him. I don't think he can. I was gonna say that can't be good for the uh for the marketing. Um what if Commander Dale just goes in the Royal Rumble or or he just wins all the belts and nobody can get him back? <laughs> he wins the hardcore belt, he wins the tag team belt. Brock Lesnar is powerless against Commander Dale Brown. His yeah, self-defense just... techniques, unbeatable, unrivaled. This is Vince McMahon just looking just, Brown, you. Uh, why I ought to... He's just upset. And Dale Brown just has, like, the way the... Uh, like, Mayweather does all the belts on his arms and his waist, all the ones he has. That's how Dale Brown is. Just intercontinental, UFC, hardcore, WCW, uh, ECW. Dale Brown is the perfect person to have the 24-7 belt because you can get pinned anywhere for that one. I remember when Hardcore Holly had that. Man, Hardcore Holly was sleep at his hotel. Right. He wasn't even wrestling that night. <laughs> they knocked on the door, man. He thought it was room service. They can't. They rolled him up, man. He lost the damn belt. I think you would not catch Dale Brown slipping like that. Dude, you give Commander Dale the 24-7 belt, that's going to be a lifelong reign. Lifelong. I already feel- I feel like Commander Dale Bryan is like a, he's like, a, I sleep 12 minutes a night. I always have. Like, he's just one of those, like, you, you're not going to catch me slipping. I, I sleep one minute per hour every mm-hmm. hour. I don't go to bed. He gets, uh, I think, the what's the minimum? You need five hours to remain yourself. I saw that in the show I watched today. So uh, That sounds right. So Commander Dale, five hours, sets the alarm, and he's up. <laughs> the second he springs out what, of bed. I think it's when he's like, nah, every psychologist knows. A human functioning adult need five hours of sleep. I don't subscribe to that. I get ninety <laughs> minutes max, um, <laughs> and the rest I'm I'm practicing my evasion technique. And, and he sleeps. Uh, he sleeps hanging upside down, and he's somehow doing pull-ups in his sleep. <laughs> he also sleeps. Nobody's ever seen him change out of like the pants with the the tough knees in case you got to slide or the vest. There's like nobody knows where he like clothes or nobody's ever seen him get a haircut. Or have a nice shave, or eat breakfast. Um, he's the first one. He's first to work, last to leave. 
when when he was at the UOC, it was so funny because he couldn't wear this outfit, but he still had the pants on. I, I'm t- they don't leak. I think those are just his. He just knew, like Winnie the Pooh. It's just this <laughs> is his uh uniform. So it's, I'm on. I, I'm on to you, Dale Brand. Yeah, you slick such. I went to school with somebody like you, man. Uh, comes busting in my room <laughs> to uh. <laughs> to pin me for the belt. Nice try, Earl Hebner. Nice try. Uh, let us take a break. I think we should just, just could Manderdale like this and just take us into the break. Um, we'll be taking a 10-minute break. If you want to stay secure and not get slapped, the best thing you can do is subscribe so you can yell at us on the other side and give us a thumbs up and five-star review wherever you see fit. And we'll catch you on the other side of a 10-minute break. Welcome back. Hour two. I think we have some breaking news. We have some breaking me, uh, news. Yeah, what the... It's a little seems sad. To be the, uh-oh. Uh, Bruce Willis. Oh, this was not the breaking news I was thinking of. Oh, oh. This oh, is, wow. Oh, well, we got two breaking news. Okay. We so got what, separate wow. breaking news. I put this one in the yeah. Discord, so I thought you saw that. Oh, yeah. I didn't see this at all. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Yeah, this dropped have, like five minutes ago, I guess. Mm. So, um... Bruce Willis is he's stepping away from acting. He got diagnosed with aphasia, which that's um it's like a it's like brain it's caused by brain damage and it it means you can't like understand uh language anymore. So Oh wow. It's really really that's really sad. That why it, that's kind of sound like dementia. Like you can't understand language? Yeah, yeah, like people thought there were rumors he had dementia, but this is apparently worse. This is worse than Oh my god. Someone in chat said that. So Can you Google aphasia? I have, yeah, I haven't heard of. Yeah, I googled aphasia um there are types. Uh condition that robs you of the ability to communicate. Oh man, so like Oh wow. Yeah, he might not be able to speak, write or understand language verbal or written. Yeah. But it doesn't do anything to him, like physically. I don't know. It's because I know, like that's like the like Lou Gehrig's thing is basically like your your mind. I think was it your mind breaks down, but your body's perfectly aware, and it's like that's the worst part. Yeah, this sounds like like if you're just losing that ability, but I, is it doing anything to him, like physically? So it typically occurs after a stroke or a head injury, but can also come gradually from a slow br- growing brain tumor disease that causes progressive permanent damage. Jesus Christ. Damn. No, I yeah, I hadn't. This was I was coming out, I was like, yeah, we got some breaking news. Uh what? Um, no, that's that's yeah. Again, I I've always said I, I get Bruce Willis and Mel Gibson confused, and I know one is good and one is bad, so I have mm-hmm. to not get them confused. Um, but no, this is this is terrible. Um Yeah, and it, I mean it really <clears> changes <throat> like people were they were dogging him like later in his career because he he we, I mean, we even looked at it. He was like taking every role he could, and they were minor roles. He wasn't in them a Go lot, ahead. and people were like, "Oh, he's so talented. He shouldn't waste his talent." Well, it turns out he was just doing what he could, you know. Yeah. So again, yeah. Lesson number nine thousand five hundred fifty-eight of it'll be, and this is why you can't talk about or assume what people are going through. And then mm-hmm. uh, tomorrow we'll do we'll laugh at Kevin Durant being bald. Right. I saw that. I was like, if Kevin Durant came out tomorrow and said he had alopecia, like a form of alopecia, what would, what would the response be? And I don't know because I feel like it's just kind of been a thing for so long. Right. Um, but no, that again, I don't. If you were uh, vibes or, or 
praying person or whatever it is, yes, send some towards Bruce Willis uh, and his family and the type of care he's going to have to receive because that is that's tough. That is one of those. Uh, you find out how much stuff you don't know. It's like, oh my, it's terrible diseases I've never heard of. Yeah. Then they still out. Like, it's something I hadn't heard of because they like extinct. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, geez, that's uh that's tough. Yeah. The, um no no real segue. The uh, breaking news I saw, if you'll go to uh, Adam Schefter. Oh, okay. Adam Schefter's got something for us. Schefter's got a little breaking news. That's where I thought we were going. See, I didn't see Adam (laughs) Schefter at all. I was, I was. Yeah, no, um, this, okay. I'm really glad I didn't like jump the gun there. Cause, uh, Adam Schefter put out that Jamison Williams, the receiver, he tore his ACL in the championship game, in the championship game two months ago. And say he's not participating in Alabama's pro day, but here he is last week continuing to progress. And if you'll play that, I mean, it's not, it's just like a three second video. It's just mm-hmm. him like doing some, I don't even know, like high knees left to right. Uh, he tore his ACL two months ago. I don't think ACLs are real anymore. They can be. It, they, they're either one, not real, or two, they were fixing them so horribly. Right in the pack, like it was just almost dead. Like they were like, "Huh, what if we wrapped it? What if we wrap it around your ankle bone?" Mm-hmm. Uh, and then some new doctor was like, "What if we don't do it that way?" Right. I, um, I, I just, it's, it's, it's so crazy because I feel like it, it, like you said, it used to be a devastating injury, and now it's really not. But it's always the same doctors that done it, right? It's always that Doctor James Andrews. He always, Dr. He, he's the big one. Yeah, I think I. He does a lot of individual, but I, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's like the Washington's, like their team. Oh, okay. okay. He does do like a lot of major, you just hear like major pitchers mm-hmm. or he does all athletes. Yeah. But that's why I, I remember reading about it a while. It was some type of, it's one of those, like with anything, once there's a medical breakthrough, mm-hmm. like once, once somebody can do it and then establish like how they did it, prove it, prove it, prove it again. Right. It takes off. Mm-hmm. And I remember I read I read about it when the Clemson receivers tore their ACL and they were running in six months. Mm-hmm. And it was something about the I can't remember the way they used to do it, but it said the way they do it now. I don't know if it's instead of like either like stapling the torn ends together or whatever. They basically realize if you do something like tie, tie something in between the torn ends and let it fuse that way mm-hmm. instead of tie the ends together and let them fuse i i think um not if there are any doctors in the chat uh there's always at least one but I, if i'm not mistaken and they figured out that way it just completely cuts down one it cuts down on your it doesn't take as long to have that because regular surgery i think you have to wait till the inflammation goes down right this one you kind of don't because you're not you're just kind of like bridging them mm-hmm. so you can have the surgery quicker if you're having the surgery quicker the muscles around your leg are not atrophying. Like you're not, you don't have to, if you're off two months, you got to work off two months rust. If you're only off one month, you got to work off one month rust. So it cuts it on like the front end and the back end. And I mean, it's remarkable. It's like Jameson Williams was one of the fastest receivers is still going to be a first round receiver tore his ACL in the championship game. And will probably play 17 games next year. Mm-hmm. Um, 
It's amazing, man. Like I in our lifetime, ACL is definitely gonna be just like a same season. Anybody he tore his ACL week two. Uh I think he can be back for week 14. You know, if they play it safe, maybe week 15. Uh by sure the play uh, for sure by the playoffs. Um, the camera's gonna pan after someone tears their ACM. It'll just be the doctor with the magnifying glass yeah, just, doing the surgery there. <laughs> Bobby pin in his mouth. Uh, <laughs> uh stitches. And I'm I can't remember what year Adrian Peterson tore his, but I think it's it's one half medicine's crazy, but it's another half like football players are just not like real human beings. That's true. Like I remember the Adrian Peterson, he he tore and like that night the doctor was telling him like what the process is like we had to wait for the, the swelling to go down and we'll know the swelling will go down because you'll be able to I think he said like lift your leg straight up. He's like, you can't do it now. You'll be able to do it when the swelling goes down. And Adrian Peters was like, like this? And did it immediately. <laughs> and the doctor was like, I've never seen that before in my life. And he had surgery like the next day. And one MVP the next year. So one hand, it's, it's, I think it's 40% football players are maniacs. 60% medicine crazy, y'all. Yeah. I mean, science science gets better every year, you hope, right? It's got to. God. I don't know, man. We... It's just one of those, like, if you just did the same exact thing, like, 20, you tore your ACL, that was it, man. You was going to be an accountant. Mm-hmm. Tommy John shoulder, they might as well cut the arm off. Now it's like, yeah, hey, Tommy, you have Tommy John when you're 19, it's actually a good thing. Uh, it's better to get it out of the way. <laughs> yeah, just, kid had both of his arms torn off like Jack's uh, to have Tommy John on both. And I don't know, this shit's just remarkable. Cam Akers did Achilles in six months. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like he didn't look good when he came back. It's like he's not supposed to be back. Um, I'd also think we're going to reach a certain point where it's like just because you can come back that soon doesn't mean you should come back that soon. True. God, there's, yeah, it, it will lead to guys coming back way too early. You know, it'll be like, no, I feel fine. It's like, dude, you are out there, but you're. You're 82%. You take one wrong cut, and you're going to be worse than you were before. I mean, um, even Cam Akers, he didn't look 100% playing. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like, he, he looked awful. Yeah. Honestly, and I I know the thing, to get him back for the regular season, from what I read, that was like a pension thing. They were like doing him a favor. He'd get a mm-hmm. couple games in, so it counts as pension. But then he got a lot of work in the playoffs, and he was fumbling and getting flipped on his head and all kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a lot. But uh, let's talk a little round ball. Yes. Talk a little round ball. We'll make some. We'll make picks in a couple of days. We'll make some picks. Um, it's 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 funny because we didn't make picks. Uh, we didn't make picks, but I, I won my last two. Oh, oh, who's <laughs> been holding out? Interesting. I, I've been. I've been. Hey, I've been posting them for the people. I've been posting them. Yeah, for the uh-huh. I bet you have. I have not uh, been winning. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> at that. Um, we had a short slate last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Giannis, Giannis did the thing again, man. Huge block, huge block. That they ruled a goaltend at first. Well, listen, you can never be too safe. Uh, Bucks beat the Sixers by two points. Uh, in Philadelphia, Harden, good game for the S tier allegations. Appreciate you, boss man. Mm-hmm. Uh, at thirty-two and nine. Hmm. Doc Rivers said he was fine with the backup big situation. So there's that. Yeah, Paul Millsap, uh, nine nine minutes off the bench. Yeah, 
Nine minutes, zero points, zero rebounds. Doc is fine. Ebal Paul uh did not play again, even though the last Sorry. time the last time the Sixers played the Bucks, Bball Paul, when he was guarding Giannis, uh held Giannis to eleven points. He shot like I think it was five of fourteen or something like that. So mm. Doc Rivers said that'll never happen again. And I did see a quote. I'm not going to be able to find it now, but I saw a quote where Doc was like, the last time we played, Paul didn't do too good on Giannis. And that's why I saw the stat about how good Paul Reed did on him. So That's the, yeah, that's one of those two of the buckets he probably gave up or one of those like Giannis dunks him through the crust. Like he does to everybody. And mm-hmm. Doc Rivers was like, can't play him. Can't I play people Paul. I actually think I quote tweeted it last night. Let me see. Ooh. Let me let me dig in and see if I did. I did. Boom! I did. Ha ha! Oh, look at the last night scoop. Looking out for today's scoop. Ha ha! So here is this was Derek Bodner who said it. Um, but he said he went back and triple checked the audio. Uh, Rivers did say in Milwaukee that was a tough matchup for Paul. And uh, maybe he switched Paul's mid-quote and was referring to Millsap, not Reed. Because <laughs> because right here, Reed didn't play against the Bucks in only meeting in Milwaukee. And he played against well, Gian- well against Giannis when they played in Philly. So. Yeah, like, like Doc Rivers said, you can't play him. We're fine with the Yeah, we're fine with that. Boy, oh boy. That's definitely the thing you want to see from your coach. Um. Not knowing the players you got on the court, that's. Oh. Well, I think he know he had it, but I'm guessing of those eleven, I'm willing to bet Yon like six of those were just three hard Giannis dunks, right? Just that mm-hmm. one of those nobody can stop Giannis, and yep. Doc Rivers was like, "This is the guy y'all want me to play. This is the guy y'all want me like," and didn't look at any of the other stuff. Like I don't, he just forced Giannis into a tough shot. Yeah, what about he? I wish he would have did that when he got dunked. Paul Millsap, get in there. DeAndre Jordan, uh, get in there. Look, we need someone to go minus <laughs> nine, and we need him to do it not very uh, well. Uh. <laughs> I I gotta say this, DeAndre Jordan does exactly what like when he gets in there and like clears the glass, he does like the hard smack on the ball. I feel like that's what Doc Rivers is like. Mm-hmm. He's impressed mm-hmm. by that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Giannis with what is it forty? Uh, yes. Uh, 40 and 14, and it's just, if this was a series, like, of course, duh, nobody guards Giannis, but is it, I think Tybalt's too little, and I don't think Tobias Harris is going to be an option. I know I, they've done some Embiid in the past, which is kind of interesting, but this was also, I feel like it was a couple years, like, I don't know if it will work against this Giannis. I feel like. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think this Giannis is, he playing better. They Hitting 7 to 10 free throws, something like that. I feel like Embiid on Giannis probably the best chance they would have defending of him, but like that that might can Embiid play a series defending Giannis? You know, well, I was gonna say, and that's it's a lot to ask of. Well, I was gonna say on the other end, Giannis wouldn't defend Embiid. That's why I have Brook Lopez, and I think that's a nod in Milwaukee's favor. Mm-hmm. Like if you're gonna ask Joel Embiid to do that, he's gonna have to play 38 to 40 minutes a game and defend Giannis and get 25 and double digit boards and. God forbid he need five minutes of rest per half because that's just lighting minutes on fire. You got to do that for seven games. So it's tough. How, who, how did they have it? La- people at Grum or anybody that watched the game, uh, how did they have the matchups last night? They said, we can't guard Giannis. They can't guard Embiid. Yeah, but it, like you at least have like Brooke Lopez to sacrifice. 
to uh to MB so Giannis can do other stuff. And I get I guess you're sacrificing Tybalt, but who I don't know. I, I would like to see the matchups because if you Tybalt on Middleton, I'm guessing, and then what did Drew Holiday do? Because he ate yeah, that this, this feels like a series where he can defend hard and well, mm-hmm. or he's just kind of too big and strong for Maxi. Yeah. Let's see so, how Maxie did last night. Yeah, well, he did not Maxie did not have a good game. No. Um, no need to dwell on it. Um Tobias, Tobias had a good game. Yeah, yeah I was like to, to, to Tobias's credit, he had a good game. So and again, one by two. I think both teams were pretty healthy. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, Bucks like, are um, pretty much full strength now. Yeah, I did the Bucks are getting like Connaughton's back. Knock on wood, books healthy at the right time. Like mm-hmm. Porter's getting some uh I was Porter uh Lopez getting some minutes, Portis back to the bench. Mm-hmm. I think I'd still, and again, a close a game this close, you can't. I'd still want to get that Ibaka rust off, like just in case, old man, just in case we need to, yeah, break in case of emergency. <laughs> but when they cut the bench, like, and they just go to it'll probably just like Portis will be the big, Connaughton Allen on the wings, and probably George Hill. Like that's probably just your nine or eight, and. I said Millsap's numbers. Listen, Doc's not worried. Doc's not worried. So I don't know. Like I, I think the Bucks would win this series. Not like not because of this game. I think mm-hmm. just independent. Uh, but alas, we will see. I'm I'm feeling um, ever <clears throat> so confident in our chances against pretty much every team in the East at this point. Um, I. I had Bucks beginning of the year, and I feel good about it right now. It's just one of like the Heat. I think the Heat won their last game, but they're still not looking great. Boston just lost Robert Williams. Sixers looking pretty good, but I I would still choose Milwaukee. The Nets are I don't even know um, the wild card. The way the wildest card, and meanwhile the Bucks just kind of got like all their oh yeah Javon Carter too forgot about him. get him some run so he's mm-hmm. ready and. Yeah, they're looking to be clicking on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. You know who's not clicking on any cylinder? Now, what were you about to say? Uh, I was going to say, uh, Robert Williams, we did get an injury update. He did get surgery, and they said four to six weeks to come back. So the timetable would be second week of the playoffs, I believe. Or is, okay. that, or is that Eastern Conference No, that's late. I think that's four to six. The, conf- the, the playoffs start April 16th. Okay, so, so I, I mean, it really depends on whether it's closer to that four, or that six. Yeah, like yeah. two weeks in the playoffs is a whole round. Mm-hmm. So, and that's again, I I would just lean on the side of six. He's just too important. I think they can. It'll depend on how it matches up. I think they can win a round without him, but I don't think they can win two without him. Yeah, I don't know if they can win th- one without him. <laughs> let's see, give me the stand, let's see what the standings look like right now, because of course it'll all be matchup. Like right now, they are the three. They're looking at the Raptors. I think they could beat the Raptors without them. Yeah, there's a lot and of also, blood, b- bad blood in that series, too. That would be a good one. I was going to say, I wouldn't hate that first round. But if they end up getting like the, like, say they got the Cavs or, like, I don't think they have much trouble with the Cavs. I think they could beat the Bulls without Robert Williams. Depends on the matchup, of course. But Net, I, I don't know. I, I get how bad they are, and they're not that good with Kyrie. Is that I just don't want to play any one game against Kevin Durant. I just don't. I, I would just prefer not to. Mm-hmm. Um, but alas, uh, in, someone who uh, who uh, uh, stinks 
The Jazz lost again last night. Lost a tough one. Lost a tough one. Rudy Gobert. Um, oof, oof, oof. Paul, well, listen, we'll get to the Jazz. Paul George is back. Paul George's yes. first game back. 34 he, I, know he, I know they say he's on a minutes restriction. Is the minutes restriction 30 plus? He played like 31 minutes. Like he scored 30, like great game, especially to he hasn't played since December 22nd. So to just have three months off, come back 34 against a playoff team. Great sign. I think what's not a great sign. What do you say? Clippers, I think the Clippers, we we we've been saying if they get one of one of Kawhi or Paul George back, they're sneaky in the West with how bad the West is. And I think yeah, it's, 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 it's here the, now. It's Drek down there. Um and they're pretty much a team that just kind of played all the role players. Like, so if you get to the playoffs, just slow it down and do what they did last year against the Jazz in the conference final. Mm-hmm. Paul George is your star. You got enough uh, like length and defense to switch everywhere. You got enough shooters that can potentially get hot. Mm-hmm. Ride it like that. And something I, I didn't take into account. I was like, I didn't know if Paul George would come back. When he broke his leg in Indianapolis, he came back at the He played like seven or eight games. Mm-hmm. And it was something after that. I remember he was he was like I like they didn't make the playoffs. There was no reason other than he wanted to. He was like I had to like play those games to see what I needed to do for the off season. So I was like, okay, he might just be like I need to come back regardless, right? Like whether like whatever they do in the playoffs means nothing. Like as long as Kawhi is not there, it's already house money. But especially if I if I can come back scoring thirty four, he also said he's like there's no pain. Whatever he had surgery on, he's like there's no pain, which. Feels like a good sign. Congrats. Um, yeah, salute. Salute to Paul for no pain. Um, and then I think but, we had the Donovan Mitchell clip after the game. He was oh, happy. No, it, was, it was just too bad, Scoop. Um, let's play. This is this is uh, Donnie Mitchell mm-hmm. after, after the Jazz blowing a 25-point second-half lead. They were up 25 points with eight minutes to go in the third quarter. They were still up 16 points with nine minutes to go in the fourth quarter. And then Donovan, this this Donovan Mitchell, him right here, he called a timeout they did not have late in the game. That's a technical foul, Scoob. You can't do that. It's illegal. It's against the rules, Donovan. It's against the rules, Donovan. Let's, what, what, what does this uh, ne'er-do-well say? Oh, it's quiet. Let me turn it up real quick. Oh, he's 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 not even. Using a, his, he's bummed. Yeah, he's, he's bummed. Truly bummed. Jeez. He's bummed because his sideburns don't connect to his fade. I don't know. He doesn't know. It's the same shit. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it feels the same way. It's the same thing. It's just literally the same thing. And that's a broken man. Yeah, six turnovers. Turned the ball over too much. He didn't get back on defense. Didn't rebound. Oh, sorry. I got no tweet right now. Wow. So that's. So I, I don't know. That's. Somebody's shooting guard, not mine. Y'all be cool. Um, not a great night for the A tier allegations. I would have prepared my violin if I knew what what we were going to be watching. Uh, yeah, listen, if I uh, <laughs> if I knew it was going to be the sad fest, uh, I would have called the wambulance in advance. 
He should be fined for swearing at the press conference. Also, he said the S word. That's not allowed. He's breaking all the rules. Yeah, Louisville kid doesn't know the rules. Stop me when you heard that one before. Um, again, this just confirms what I've long. I mean, just anybody. This like things are just not going well for the Jazz. No. Give me look. Look at this. Give me the standings now because they are now tied for the fifth seed. Or the sixth seed, I guess, however you want to look at it. Um, I believe so. Like, they are just slipping. It's not going well. Uh, here we go. The Utah Jazz have lost five in a row, or four and six in their last ten, and are now tied with the Denver Nuggets, five, six seed. So, and they are all, how many games out of the plant? Two? Uh, yes, two. Two games away from the Timberwolves in the play-in. We got about six, seven games left, but when you lost five in a row, man, who's to say when the skid stops? Mm-hmm. So I just, this is not looking well. Maybe they're trying to avoid the Mavericks. I think the Mavericks would absolutely roll them up right now. But if they get down to six, I don't think they want the Warriors either. Even with, like the Warriors not even playing great. They don't want, I don't know what the good matchup I don't, the jazz is. I don't think the Jazz have a good match. <laughs> yeah. Like, in all, like if you're like the Grizzlies or the like, if I'm the Mavericks, I want the Jazz. I think the Nuggets could beat the Jazz if that somehow ended up uh, a series. Timberwolves, they could probably beat the Timberwolves, but that's not going to be an option. Mm-hmm. Clippers, maybe. And I don't even know what Paul, like, none of those other teams are an option mm-hmm. because they're not good enough to get like a, a cake first round matchup. You're not good enough to get the Clippers or the Pelicans. And it's not going well. They're built to win now. They're paying people now. This core has been together like four or five years straight. And, they and I don't know what, what it's, they don't, I don't think they hate each other yet, but wait till uh, Luca 4 1 them. And uh, <laughs> the last game is the Mavericks up 22 and Luca's just, uh, Luca does the thing, like he just does the layup, just leaves his arm, just the rest of the game, just never takes it down, refuses to take his arm down. And the man, it's like, man, tough season. Jazz go out 4 1. They lose 107 to 86. Things are fine, though. We're best friends still. Yeah, no, listen, Donovan and Rudy were seen uh, sitting in each other's lap, leaving the game. But something got to shake this. Give me the uh, Jazz salary cap uh, situation, yeah. please. Also, how about those Spurs? The Spurs? Listen, I mean, it was like, hey, if you guys can get past the Lakers, and Pop said, uh, what, what, what's next? We're going to get past the Lakers. They're <laughs> terrible. Um, we're looking at the Jazz payroll. It's nasty business, man. Zoom in there a little bit. Oh, yeah. There, there we go. go. So, ooh, God, Lord. So this is the first year of Donovan Mitchell's extension. So this year, I mean, this year is a wash. It is what it is. Next year, Rudy Gobert makes 37. Donovan Mitchell makes 30. Mike Conley, who will be 35, I think, will be making 23. Is that act? That's $90 million right there. Bogdanovich is another 20, though it is the last year of his deal. I guess you could trade, you'd have to put a lot of picks with it. Um, Clarkson, what does blue mean player option? Um, or team? I don't know if it says at the top or bottom. Uh the top. top player there option. we go so he's opting out of that player options always benefit the play even if he stays he's opting out 
So they could have Bogdanovich, Clarkson, uh, Hernan Gomez, Royce O'Neal's making nine, Rudy Gay's making six million. That's something. Um, who else? Who's under Rudy Gay? Uh, Nikhil Alexander Walker. Alexander Walker, who is just not playing right now, just DNP coach's decision, and some minimum guys. So I don't know what the I don't know what the move is. Because it's going to have to be Gobert, Mitchell. Like, if they're going to make any real noise, right? Like, if you put Bogdanovich and Clarkson in a couple first-round picks, you're just I just don't think you're going to get a good enough player. Mm-hmm. to You're going to trade it for what, uh, Russell Westbrook or something? Like, you know what I'm saying? Who are you going to bring in here? You trade that for Anthony Davis? Like, you're not going to get that much. Gobert. Julius Randle. Ooh, Gobert for Randle? Or Mitchell for Randle? Uh, I would say they want probably want to move off of Gobert, right? I I don't know. I'll say well, th- he's the defensive player of the year, so Here, this would be my thing if I was the Jazz. Mitchell's younger; he's the like he's the priority, mm-hmm. right? My fear would be okay. We traded Gobert, and Donovan Mitchell still realizes like, hey man, like I'm still 24 and could be playing anywhere. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, well, we traded Gobert for this, and then maybe Mitchell does it losing the second round again, and he's like, no, nah, actually, uh, for that like that last player option, that's a wrap. So y'all can go ahead and trade me after. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then you're like, well, damn, it might not be the worst thing to have traded them both, but I would be it's like, okay, we're trading Gobert for better fits around Mitchell. And then Mitchell's like, eh. Actually, it turns out you can't get that good of pieces for Rudy Gobert making $45 million in 2026. Mm-hmm. Um, Everybody wants Donovan. Everybody want a guy that don't know the rules on their team. Everybody want to get he he's presided over these three one blown leads and losing to the uh, Clippers with no Kawhi. He doesn't get any of the blame. I think it's interesting. It's People all want these Rudy. Wait, wait till the all the Celtics won him because he was on like the team that went seventh place in whatever the not the Olympics but the pre Olympics. Mm-hmm. And so all the Celtics won. And I'm like, I don't know. Y'all got a good thing going, man. Y'all want to bring in the smallest guy to get picked on defensively? Y'all want to bring in a guy that's got to have the ball in his hand to make some shake, and he shouldn't over Jason Tatum? Uh, I'm just saying. Points are being made, people. But I'd go bear. I would. The Hornets would be my first call, man. For sure. They'll over the Hornets. Dude. Yeah, like anybody. I don't even. But the thing is, I don't even know what. Like Gobert is still good now. He'll be good next year, and pro- like I think he'll, his game will age well. Like I don't think he's gonna be like, oh man, he can't move his feet out there. He'll at least be able to like rebound and do some stuff. But forty five million, yeah, that's a lot of money. For that's me. a lot of scratch, man. Like this is the what you say? People are people aren't gonna start liking him anytime soon, you know? Like, yeah, like he's not a yeah. People don't know. Yes, Joshua. Yes, we do. They don't help him defend. I think Donovan Mitchell's like 6'1". I think he's got like the crazy 6'10", 6'11", wingspan. And Rudy Gobert was like, man, I sure wish I had a guy like Devin Booker locking up. That's how damn bad (laughs) things were in jazz land. If I'm Rudy Gobert, Rudy got to get in good with the owner, man. Be like, man, you know I'm for life, man. Like, you know I got the state of Utah tatted on me, man. You know Donovan, he kind of flighty. He kind of flighty. Um, you know, he smelled like own. weed one day before it came. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know what it was, man. I thought it was the devil's cabbage, man. Um, and the owner's like, oh, my God. And our organization? He said, I'm just saying, man. 
I heard he said something about some 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 hoes too, man. I ain't even want to repeat it. Uh, he used foul language in in the state of Utah. <laughs> oh. It's just somebody whispering into Danny Ainge's ear. Also, Danny Ainge runs this team now. Oh yeah, that's Danny, right. Danny Ainge be making trades. That is Danny true. Ainge. Be ma- yeah, okay, yeah. Joshua on the same side. He had long arms for nothing. Long arms to watch his man get blown by. Love it. Um, so I don't know what the Jazz do. Not my business. <laughs> Anyways, uh, ooh, well, yeah, the Lakers. Lakers lost again. Mm-hmm. Um, Russ got the the loss graphic. I think I, I, that might just be. I can never unsee that now, dude. I, I I had people pretty much every team that lost yesterday. Um, we were we were checking to see who the graphic was. The Sixers used Harden and um, was it? Oh shoot, was it Tobias Harris? I think it was. I was gonna say two players isn't bad because you could always pair a star player with a bench player. And yeah. Just like, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, I don't hate that. Yeah, so I mean, it, I think it is actually a thing. I think that person really noticed something that you can actually track and quantify. Yeah, Trader Dan. Man, listen, are y'all kidding me with trade? Did do y'all not remember when Danny Ainge almost traded for LeBron James? Y'all don't remember that? Do y'all remember when he almost traded for Anthony Davis? Like, is this? Am I not ringing? Y'all he almost traded for Kawhi Leonard. He was this close, guys. So I, I think y'all sleeping on Trader Danny. Yeah, you guys, and also, his phone is working harder than anyone else's. It might not get anything done, but it's working hard. Yeah. Also, listen, uh, you know how Danny Ainge got his ring? Because Kevin McHale gave him the, the handshake uh, Kevin Garnett deal. Be a real shame if old Danny Ainge, somehow Donovan Mitchell ends up in Boston for uh, Derek White, Peyton Pritchard, uh, and two pick swaps. Mm. And Danny Ainge is like, I think we got a fair deal. Um, it's like uh, that doesn't seem fair, Danny. Danny's like, well, I gotta resign. Um, <laughs> that was fun. I would love to spend more time with my family right about now. <laughs> my uh, 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 wife and children. Yeah, them. Um, yeah, I can't. Y'all are sleeping, man. He did look. He got KG some twenty years ago. So y'all not gonna sleep on Trader Danny. Y'all not gonna sleep on Trader Danny. He traded. Um, Fultz, he got Tatum. That's Trader Danny. Mm-hmm. Um, He's wheeling yeah. and dealing. Danny, <laughs> yeah, listen, Danny wheeling deals. <laughs> Danny two phone. <laughs> yeah. um, Mavericks mean, I, beat the Lakers last. No, he said. How many? <laughs> how many phones do you think like the GM of a team actually has? They can't just have a, two. It's got to be like. Also, I think a, a good one. I think a good one probably has one. I think a bad one's probably like I need to have three phones. Like I, I feel like that's what a good GM does. But the like Masai Ujiri is probably like, why would I need another phone? Like I don't. Right, right. <laughs> All the important calls come to this one. Yeah, I don't. Uh... <laughs> Do you want to trade for Kawhi Leonard? Yeah, yes. Um... And then the 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 guy that runs the Wizards, he's got like six phones <laughs> and he's flopping them all over the place. I guess... Shepard's all right. I think the guy with six phones, that feels like a Laker. That's a Rob Palinka. Oh, thing. Palinka, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah, former yeah. agent. He's like, no, I'm definitely. Bi- uh, uh, hold on. What? No, I'm not. No. Taylor Horton Tucker for Durant. I won't do it. Hey, Taylor, I didn't even see you come in, man. Um, How you doing? So, I, yeah, Rob Palinka definitely seems like a, a three phones. He seems like the kind yeah. of guy to have a phone for each player. He's like, oh, man, my, my Taylor Horton Tucker <laughs> phone's ringing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like hold on my, my kendrick nun um kenny it's me baby what do you need 
Oh, oh the like, anonymous source phone. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. oh absolutely. Yeah, you got yeah the source slash Woj slash Shams. Mm-hmm. You got to have that line. You got to have a line for each player, and then you got to have like your regular your, your line to like turn down comments for uh mm-hmm. like uh, articles. Uh, we we don't have a comment at this time. I can't. I, I'm too busy to even discuss <laughs> this kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, the real GMs have Discord, That's like funny. us. So um. Yeah, Palinka has six phones while the Lakers was getting uh, whooped last night. Well, no LeBron. Yeah, I was gonna say to be fair, no LeBron. But to be fair, they also would have lost with LeBron. Um, Russ woke up feeling dangerous. Look, y'all, y'all not seeing the Russell Westbrook emergence? Twenty five points, eight boards, six assists, two turnovers. Y'all, not, they don't want Russ. To hit his PRAs, man. He should play for Phoenix, uh, the Suns the way he's a Phoenix and he's reborn. That's right. Oh, that f- is right. I fumbled the delivery there. Oh, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta go, I gonna guys. Say, I was gonna say, yeah. I, if you want to get, you want to give another chance, we can give another chance. No, I'll actually. We- I'm ready to move on. Like it didn't happen. I'm ready to move on. Like what didn't happen? Um, so the Lakers are out of the play-in, which is at this. If you're LeBron, I. The playoff streak was snapped. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He had never, he'd never like been at the playoffs. He did that first year in the Lakers. He had never lost in the first round. Did that last year. He's already got the all-time playoff points record. Like, there's really no even, even if he just gets like, let me get like a little four-game sweep. I can score mm-hmm. thirty a night and just push up my record. Does he even want to? He seemed like he was having fun last year. All, all he's playing for is the scoring title at this point. Like, yeah. So like, it's, it's, is it worth it for an old man but, like that? That's what I'm saying. And again, it doesn't getting in the play. I don't think the playing counts for like playoffs. I don't think the playing numbers like exist anywhere, which is kind of wild to me. They did it for like the uh, the eight games when the Suns went eight and zero those couple years ago. Mm-hmm. The NBA was just like, yeah, those games don't count. Um, wild. It's like what? Like they don't they don't count for like the end of game stats. They don't count for anything. It's like yeah, just they happen, but don't uh, please please ignore them. Um, so LeBron, uh, do I play the rest of the year if I'm LeBron? Like you know what I'm saying? Or I, I play every other night, right? I feel like I play every. Like you want to get thirty piece, sit thirty piece, sit thirty yeah. piece, because he can still definitely win the scoring title. Um, uh, th- no, that's what you do. You only play if you fall out of first place for the scoring title. Uh yeah. Give me uh, give me the points per game leaders. I think. Let's see how close he is now. It's, it was he, Giannis, and Embiid. We're all at about 29. Oh, LeBron is at, oh, I didn't know he hit the 30 mark. He's at mm-hmm. 30.1. Giannis and Embiid tied at 29.9. Yeah, and listen, if LeBron's going to play every other game, this scoring title's his, baby. Mm-hmm. He's going to just, he's like, I'll score my 40, not do anything else, and uh, not play tomorrow. This is great. He's like, why didn't I do this the whole time? Rings are overrated. Only suckers want to win. Uh, yeah, give me the Lakers schedule. Yeah. What are we looking at? I'll tell you, let's pick out the games LeBron gonna play. Oh, New Orleans let's, for sure. Let's see. At Utah on Thursday. That's a primetime game. He'll play that. Yeah. Primetime game, he'll be there. Friday for New Orleans. Probably okay, takes now, it off. I was gonna say, yeah, Friday, New Orleans, he's sitting that. Mm-hmm. Sunday for Denver. That's a two thirty ABC game. He's in there for that. Mm-hmm. Um at to be, I could see him going at Phoenix and at Golden State, and then, and then that's just him for the yeah. That's yep, just yep. That's it. For, yep. 
They have Denver, home for Denver at Phoenix, NBA TV, at Golden State, TNT, then home for OKC, last game of the night, Denver. I think those last two games, he's already in Tulum. But we get, so yeah, of these seven, I think we get Utah, primetime, Denver, Phoenix, Golden State. And Golden State, oh my God, please remind me, whatever the over is for his points, I'm taking it because that's going to be his last game of the season in Golden State, whatever the over is. Um, oh, AD comes back Friday. I don't think that. Uh, oh, is, is AD coming back to play New Orleans? Yes, um, yes, yes. Okay, I'm putting a pin in that Revenge too. Revenge game. game. Write that one down for the pickup. Noted. Noted. <laughs> um, who? Yeah, back to the scores. Uh, who we got? And we got Spurs. We already kind of talked about them, but. They didn't play. They just moved in because yeah, the yeah, they, I, lost. yeah, they're still winning. Uh, the Nets. Listen, man, are you are you going to get on the Cade train before it's too late? Or are you just going to let this pass you by? Oh no, I said last night, Cade good, Jalen Suggs bad. I've I've been okay. Convinced. All right, that's that's my that's my stance on it. Okay, I'm glad I'm glad you're on the right side of history. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Cade, I think it, he's the first rookie with multiple thirty point and five assist games this month. 23 points, six boards, seven assists. And I think this is what like the Pistons are sending out. Uh, just like the little propaganda. They wanted to win rookie. I don't think he's going to do it. I think it came on a little, too little, too late. But I do think it's going to be like, but he and Scotty Barnes do have a good case. I think Mobley's still going to win it and probably should. But Jalen Green's been coming on strong. I think it'll be interesting to, uh, to see how it ranks top three. But I still think I would probably have Mobley uh, winning it. Brooklyn Kyrie is 13 for 40 shooting in his first two games in Brooklyn. Does he is some bad vibes at home? He ain't playing. He, he not shooting too hot. Uh, seven for uh, was a seven for 18 last night. That's not that bad. Listen, not that good. Eh, it ain't that good. And eh, when you're playing again, Denver, you don't got to be at your best. And again, well, combined, because that's even worse, because the game before, that means he shot a uh, five for 22, something, six for 22. That one's bad. Yeah, so, that's pretty bad. Now, Brooklyn, I mean, it, it's the same. It's just defensively. Mm-hmm. Like a bad Pistons team put 120 on you. And I know the Nets are like, we know we can outscore them when it counts, so you kind of don't care. But, geez, like it's just, Kate had 34, but everybody was eating, man. 11 points, 15 points, 15 points. Off the bench, 11 points, 8 points, 13 points. That's just like everybody was was like, we're we going to get us some of these nets here. Yeah, like Killian Hayes got 13 points. You can't do that. Dude, dude, when Killian Hayes is going off, man, Steve Nash got to look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. He, got, he got something uh, going on that he need to work through. Yeah. Oh, Wizards lost last night to the Bulls. Bulls, uh... Finally beat a good team. Uh, the Wizards, no, the Wizards stink, but the Bulls did get the win. Bulls just limping into the playoffs and hoping they don't get swept. I, I, it's just hoping on the match. It's like, dear God, just not like the Bucks. Uh, or maybe you do want them. Maybe it's like, just put, just put it right behind the ear, Giannis. And he's like, this, this will be quick. Um, Washington, though, four and eight with Porzingis. So they've won 33% of their games since they got Porzingis. It's like, yeah, bad team stinks, duh. At the time they traded for Porzingis, 
they were winning 45% of their games. Like they were knocking on the play in race. And since they got him, they're winning 33%. They were two and a half games back of the play. And now they're six games back. And I don't, is this, is this super tank? Or is this bad vibes, man? Is this the Porzingis bad vibes? I don't, I don't think it's bad vibes. Cause he, I don't think he played the first two games, right? When no, he, but I'm only I'm only including the games he's played. Only include the ones he's yeah, played. Yeah, I'm only yeah, okay. yeah, my bad. Uh, yeah, only the ones he has played in, and they are four for eight, four and eight. I think I think they're just kind of tanking. You know, there's no John Wall. It's hard to judge the team with no John. I'm not John Wall. I'm Listen, fucking uh, Bradley yeah, Beal. But that's the thing. Again, they were uh, two and a half games out of the play-in. That's when they made the trade, and that's really when, like the the word is. Embiid and Philly wanted Bradley Beal over Harden. So the talk was they were trying to get Beal, trying to get Beal, trying to get Beal. I don't know if it either didn't work out or Beal didn't want to go. But Beal ultimately was like, I'm having surgery on, I think, his wrist. And he was like, I'm out. That's when they traded for Harden. So around that time, like the trade deadline, that's when they got poor Zingas. So it's like they were two and a half games out. Beal had been out a little bit before that. And still, like Rui's playing Kispert. Uh, KCP, Avdia, Gafford. Some of the young guns are playing. Gafford only playing 19 minutes, so Christoph Porzingis can go six for 14. It's criminal. Um, I just Flyball says Christoph's is horrible vibes. I think he's bad vibes, man. Dallas is uh, Dallas is like the best team in the world since they got rid of Christoph Porzingis. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I feel like he's a good player, but he just like I don't think he's a good teammate. It feels like you know. Yeah, I don't it. It's one of those. I start. He's not a bad player, but it's like like last fourteen points mm-hmm. on fourteen shots. And it's like that's our center, man. Like we can't have our center. But it's like ten boards, five assists, three. But he's clearly a talented player. Like, yeah. You couldn't say he's not a talented player, but it just feels like a thing where I don't know. He's zero for three. He's not getting to the line. He's not like a dominant post up player. And again, I just I think Gafford is better. He's younger and better and. Not a great game for him last night, so fuck what I said. Um, he attempted a three-pointer. That might be the first oh, three he's ever attempted in his career, I think. Which feels like a bad thing. Porzingis <laughs> is here. I should start shooting. I'm shooting 65% from the field. Let me start shooting threes. Um, <laughs> Gotta add then, a new like, layer to the game to get PT. Yeah, I don't think anybody wanted this guy. But on the Wizards' side, I think they were like, man, we just did with you out of here. We'll take anybody. Mm-hmm. And you know who anybody was? Christoph Porzingis. Um, Do we think he's on the team next year? Who wants him? That that the Kings, the Kings, they always want him. Uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, well, they got some bonus. They like we got our tall white buddy. We're all, <laughs> What's better than one tall white buddy? Twins. Two of them. <laughs> Poor Zingas and Sabonis. Uh, Darren Fox is like, I want to die. <laughs> um, I just, I, I, I'm, I wonder about him because the Wizards have like a solid start. I don't know if Bradley Beal is good vibes, to be quite honest. Yeah, like there's a lot of times he's looking like real fussy on the side. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't so Kristaps and poor Zingas, I think it's gonna be uh like fly get Bill out of there. He deserves better. He might be some of the part of the vibes, man. He might be some of the part of the vibes. Go bear for Kristaps, dude. If if you traded Rudy Gobert for Kristaps Porzingis, the Tiki torches would be out in Utah. They would be. They would. 
they would be furious. I don't. Maybe they'd like Porzingis. They like. Well, let's see how. Let's see how uh, he fits in. <laughs> yeah, Why I, does that Donovan <laughs> shoot so much? Give Porzingis uh, <laughs> some work on the block. Maybe, maybe. I, um, I, 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 I just thought you, the people of Utah, would value defense a little bit. I don't know. Mm, nah, I think they value uh, exactly what Porzingis <laughs> brings to the market. Do you know what I mean? Um, let's make a little games of skill, shall we? That was all our games for last night. I haven't had a win since... It's not important when the last time I had a win. Tonight. Tonight's the last time That's I had right. a win. The next play is the best play. We got Mavericks at Cavs. Again, I'm just. this has just been my go-to. He's been a little cold lately, but he's done right by me. Dorian Finney-Smith at 11 and a half. I'm taking the over. You know why he's been cold? Because I've been trying to take him. Ah, oh, you son of a gun. I won't take him tonight. Hands off. Hands off. Hey, 44 points for Dorian Finney-Smith. That's eight threes. Um, <laughs> he's setting a record. Gonna, yeah, he's, he cannot be stopped. Luca, is it 30 and a half? I'll stay away. From, I don't want double Mavericks action. But I do, if I see... Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, 11 and a half. I'm all over that. You uh, like anything from this game? Uh, no, I don't really. The Mavs defense, it's too good. for. I don't know about the Cavs here. I was, I was going to take Garland's assist, but for that reason. Like the Mavs have a good defense, so I'll stay away. I do want Finney-Smith's point. Next game, Denver at Indy. I feel like, the. I swear to God, the Nuggets play every single night. The Nuggets have played 99 games this season. And every time I watch, Jokic looks like the most tired man I've he ever is whooped, seen before. Dude. He, <laughs> he wants to like just lay on the floor and just lay there for like hours. Um, the Nuggets play every night. Aaron That's Gordon, the red hot right now. Look at that. 20-piece, 20-piece, 20-piece. Um, and he's getting 22 and a half points and rebounds. That feels... Oh, we're getting trapped here. I can't wait to put the stink on this man. Um, Ooh. I'm taking over points and rebounds. 22 and a half? I am Give me too. That. We are cursed. Give me that. This is an all time curse right here. Like, this is like I, Aaron Gordon. He seemed like a decent enough guy. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just, this is nothing, right? But <laughs> it's nothing personal, Aaron, but you're about to have the worst game of your career tonight. <laughs> you're going one for 30, and there's nothing you can do about it. He can't grab every single rebound, just slips out of his hand, bounces <laughs> off his foot. Um, he's gonna throw an assist right into the crowd, <laughs> knock someone's popcorn in the air. Uh, we got Orlando Washington. That's the nasty. <laughs> that's nasty. Oh, you know what? I'll take the under on poor Zingas, though. You're going under? Well, I, I'm, I'm mm. wait, let me see. He got a cut 30, 35 and a half. That's a, that's pretty high for PRA. That's a hefty number, you know yeah. what I mean? He's been getting some assists lately, but 35 and a half. I'll take the under there. It's pretty high. I think I I'm, I'm locking that slip in. Uh, I'm going to go Franz Wagner over 14 and a half points. Okay. He only I'm, got I'm, 10 last game, but 19. He got 15 in 21 minutes the night before. Gimme. He's due is what I'm hearing. Gimme. That's what I'm hearing. Um, who else we got? Ooh, Miami, Boston. Ooh, this is just two teams. I don't think there's any love lost here. Uh, this game's gonna be seventy-one to seventy. 
Big Ten basketball. Bam's. I wish we just had Bam rebounds. No Robert Williams. Oh, I don't know. A couple years ago, when Daniel Tice played, it was scout says they think uh, Daniel Tice is Bam Adebayo light. Oh, and Bam Adebayo ran through him like a hot knife through butter. <laughs> I'm, oh. I'm going Bam. I'm going Bam. Twenty-seven and a half. I'm going with. It. Okay. I will go. That's my. What's Lowry at? Lowry's at twenty-one and a half pra. I'll take the under again. That un that under's just in general been all right to me. I'll take his under pra. I don't think I want anything Boston. Charlotte against the Knicks is interesting. Um, always I gotta say, go dude. centers against Charlotte. Always. I was gonna say Mitchell Robinson's getting nineteen and a half points and rebounds. Uh, coming off sixteen and twelve, I don't hate that. You going? Uh, I'm going Julius Randall. I'm gonna go with Julius. Uh, I'm so worried about Julius Randall, man. I'm um, just taking the rebounds, dude. If he can't get ten rebounds against Charlotte, put him dude, in the it, dumpster. They showed the vid like after the buzzer went off and the Knicks won. He like just threw the ball behind his back, like didn't go celebrate with it. He is like so done. Do do I don't know RJ if it's a Tibbs. I was gonna say I just I couldn't in good faith let you take any Julius or any action. Yeah, uh, I, I might might just have. Ah, oh, man, give me right because underdog. I know you're in chat. We need we need Mitchell Robinson straight rebounds. Just give we need it some to boards, us. man. Just would that kill us? us? Get, would that kill us, Risty? Would it kill you to give us a free circle um, tonight? Would it kill you? <laughs> would it kill you? I'm I read an article. Julius Randle's been playing so badly. I'm starting to think he's doing it on purpose. Like there was an article that said, is he James like trying to get his way out like James Harden? Mm, and mm-hmm. I'm reading it says Randall's one of 32 players taking more than three mid-range shots a game. He currently ranks 32nd, dead last. He's one of 93 players who have taken more than 300 three-pointers. He's 92nd, second to last in percentage. One of 120 players qualifying players. Finishing more than 20% of his team's possession with a shot, turnover, foul, drawn. Like around there, like 20% is pretty much like you're the focal hub of your offense. Mm-hmm. Like you're a team's leading guy is around 20%. Of the 120, he's 118th in effective field goal rate. Yep. And it, it's one of those like, I just don't think you get, like last year he played over his head. Better than he's ever played. Mm-hmm. This year, I think this is the like the tank of all tanks. Mm-hmm. And my fear is like they're gonna trade him, but they're gonna trade him for low mm-hmm. because like, he's not he's just not this bad. Um, like over the, his last four years, including this year and the career year, he's at twenty one points, ten boards, four assists, fifty percent from two, thirty four from three, and. Like the Knicks are tenth in defense this year, third last year. So I know they're worse defensively with him on the court, but it's still an elite. Like they, he can be a part of a good defense. He's not going to drag you down. Um, so I think there's value, especially if they're just like we have to get rid of him. Um, but I don't know. God, now that you've I'm said there. all that, I almost want to take the points over, but I can't do it. I can't. Listen, I just laid out. He's going to have 86 points tonight. Do it. Just do it. I mean, it's 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 Charlotte. They're so bad against bigs. It's just like, what do you do though? Like when it's Mitchell Robinson is, it's yelling at I th- me. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna take that Mitchell Robinson night. Is he is it's Mitchell Robinson? Does he score? 
against uh, Hornets, he does. 16 and 12 last. Like, he is a – I just feel like they'll be able to either, like, if he gets offensive boards or a couple – lot, like, I, he'll be able to out-physical Plumlee okay. for a couple buckets. And I think I think the boards is where he's going to – I'm hoping for, like, seven points, 13 boards. Like, that would co- that's what I'm looking for. I don't need a whole lot of points. I think the boards – is where he gets it. So I'm going over there. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna tail you there. I'm gonna do it. You're a smart man, school. Uh Sacramento at Houston. I want some Jalen Green action. He's still playing well. 30, 25, and 23 his last three games, and his over under right is 20 and a half points against the Kings. Like I know Donovan Mitchell or Don uh, <laughs> I know Davion Mitchell is a good defender. Don Mitchell. Um but he can get 21 points. So I'm locking that in. Under on Lowry, over on Mitch Robb, and the over on Jalen Green. I think with, I'm gonna uh, go. I'm gonna go Carl Anthony Towns over. Okay. I think I'm gonna go over 23 and a half points. Okay. I think he's gonna get back. Toronto, yeah, I can see Toronto. Yeah. Pascal Siakam had a big game last night, so I think a little. They're gonna crash back down tonight. Get back back to earth. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Dig. Just lock that one in. Promo code Trill. Everyone, you, you can see uh, Scoob dropped his car. Mm-hmm. I'll t- if they update these Mitchell Robinson lines later, I'd love to put down a rebounds one. Risk team. Yeah. With how um, much how much stuff we have up tonight, I'm liable to have more cards posted later. So. Yeah, it'd be a real shame. Yeah. Uh, if this was just uh, my appetizer. Yeah, keep, um, keep an eye. I, I do a <laughs> sickening amount of research while I'm doing the post show stuff. So yeah, so, yeah. Somebody also point. Davion Mitchell's been scoring points lately. I had my yeah. Roby pointed that out. He's been in around there. So I saw that. Um, twenty one. Like up to twenty one points for him now. That's crazy. Him, he's twenty one, twenty two, twenty five. Three games in a row. Like, he's playing really well right. Now. So maybe I put Davion Mitchell in a little slip later. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. Um, Scoob's locking his in. Promo code Trill. You can lock yours in. We are going to take a five minute break. It is that time of the week where we start football with Charles McDonald and end up talking civil rights leader baseball cards. So take five minutes. We'll get Charles McDonald uh, situated in here. Everybody gets situated. We'll come back on the other side of the break. Welcome back. Hour three. It's that time of the week again where, again, we start football somewhere and end up somewhere not football. Um, Charles McDonald, host of the exempt list, getting closer and closer. How are we feeling, sir? One week. One week. Uh, April 6th? That's right. April 6th. April 6th. It's good. It's good. I would say I'm like 70% done with the first episode. It's good. It's really, really good. Streets are saying. We can't confirm, but the streets are saying. Um, look, look. You've seen, you've seen what I'm trying to do for this first episode, and I can confidently say after spending like the past week like working on it and putting it together, it's very, very good. Okay, Coming out soon. better than I thought it was. Yeah, soon. April soon 6th. Soon and very soon. April 6th. Uh, things that aren't going well. The the Carson Wentz uh things that aren't going well. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Carson Wentz. Uh, on the flip side, things that just could not be going worse. Uh, 
Jim Ursay's general feelings about Carson Wentz. Shit was funny as fuck, bro. This is like, uh, okay. Tough, my, man. my first question was like, what was the question that prompted you to say something like this? I <laughs> McDonald's, uh, right? And he stinks. He can't throw. He stinks, and he's stupid, and he's dumb. Uh, yeah, Jim Ursay. Jim. I said, <laughs> Colts owner Jim Ursay was irate. After the season ended with his team missing the playoffs, those bitter feelings still linger. And it's clear from Ursay's comments a change from quarterback Carson Wentz had to be made. Speaking Tuesday from the NFL's annual league meeting in Palm Beach, Florida. You know, that weather was beautiful. And he was still like he was in this type of mood. That's how much he hated Carson Wentz. He got to see all the homies. They in Florida wearing suits and shit, smoking cigars. And he said, I think the worst thing you can do is have a mistake and try to keep living with it going forward. For us, it was something we had to move Ow. away from as a franchise. It was very obvious. Ah, damn. Okay, you know what? This gives me a chance to uh, do a little self-plug here because, you know, next week on the first episode of uh, Exemplus, you'll hear a, uh, a former NFL running back. I think if you've been following along on Twitter, you might be able to guess who it is. Uh, and he essentially said to me that, Somehow we started talking about Jonathan Taylor and Carson Wentz, and he essentially said to me that if he was in Jonathan Taylor's shoes last year and he had rushed for almost 2,000 yards and all those touchdowns, and we ain't make the playoffs because we lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars, might be some hands thrown. It might be some words traded. Uh, maybe, that's why I, got, maybe that's why Carson maybe, got traded. Maybe, like, we cannot maybe, have him come back in this locker room. Jonathan Taylor's going to whoop his ass. <laughs> okay, but I feel like they're kind of letting this Jaguars loss just – and I, I get it. I get it. I, I get it because he was terrible. That, I mean, listen, that's the eye opener, man. It's like, bro, we lost to the damn Jaguars, the Jaguars. man. All you have to do is beat them to get to the playoffs. But I think it's funny that what are we three months away from the end of the season? You're still you feel still feel this, this is on his mind. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're in Florida, bro. You're at the owners' meeting, and I know Jim Irsay is having a good ass time Ooh, at the owners' great meeting. Great time. Oh, Jim, has a good time. Jim Ursa is having a good time. And he's going to wake up and say, oh, Carson Wentz, damn it. <laughs> we yeah, did Jim, that. We really did that. <laughs> Jim's like, his room is the party room. Everybody like, like what's the move tonight? What Jim say? I feel like that's what type of owner Jim Ursa is. And they're like, yeah, Jim, how your summer going? He's man. And I'll tell you another thing about Wentz, man. Uh, I hated him. I hate his guts. <laughs> Biggest mistake uh, of my damn life. He said, I've been married six times. Um, <laughs> Jim Irsay said, he's like, man, let me tell you something. I am so happy that those Atlanta Falcons tried to trade for the nasty man so that we could get our hands on a real quarterback like Matt Ryan and be off with that peasant Carson Wentz. You talk about, <laughs> you talk about dodging a bullet. And he's like, and for reference, the bullet was Carson Wentz. He is the bullet. <laughs> uh, does, it, does he say any, are there any other quotes from uh, Jim in there? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. No, oh, boy. No disrespect to Jacksonville. But I mean, they're the worst team in the league. You play well, hey, you, not wrong. You play well and hard for the first quarter or so, and they're looking to go to their locker room and clean it out. I've never seen anything like that in my life. Yo. You say, my God, there's something wrong here. It needs to be corrected. <laughs> I think that we feel like we did. Um, it's I mean, clear that Ursay. It's, it's clear that Ursay blamed Wentz for the team's inability to rise to the occasion. Your guys got to pick you up and carry you through Jacksonville, Ursay said. He has to do it. Not an option. <laughs> has to. 
No excuses. No explanation. End quote. What the hell did they ask him to elicit yeah, we... such a response from him? Because, I mean, I've, I've been in plenty of press conferences uh, after, I mean, I covered the Jets. Like, I've seen a lot of losses and a lot of anger <laughs> I've players. I've seen incompetence. I, yeah. I've seen incompetence, brother. I, like, I remember, dude, I was in the, 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 the Giants locker room after they had tied the franchise record for consecutive losses. And nobody wants to talk after that, obviously. Because what do you say? <laughs> like, I'm going, up, I'm, but I'm, going, I'm going up to these guys. I'm, like, I'm going to Jabril. I'm like, yo, can you give me something so I can go home? Like, I'm not even trying to get you, dog. I'm just trying to go home. It We're takes all me three hours. To get home, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. Right. It takes me 90 minutes to get home to Brooklyn for MetLife. Can you please just give me something so I can follow my story? <laughs> Did he give you anything? What he's like, man? I ain't no, no, no. So I was just like, you played right, hard. Yeah. I was like, they played hard, wrote about the game. I hit 350 words. All right, I'm going home. <laughs> That's nasty. Um, I'd say, listen, you should have been talking to Jim Ursa. He would have gave you a third. There's more? Oh, yeah. There's oh, more? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. Um, <clears throat> excuse, I said, end quote. No. You search for the right chemistry with any team, Ursa said. In football, it's as important as any sport that there is. If that chemistry is off, if it isn't there, it can be extremely detrimental and lower performance to a degree that is stunning and shocking. He couldn't believe how bad Carson Wentz was. Gen- like, wow. Utter disbelief. Imagine uh, being the team that traded for him at reading this. Right. <laughs> Washington's like, oh, did y'all see this? Did anyone see this before we traded for him? I mean, well, uh, shit. This, this, is, this is interesting, though, because this is two teams in a row for Carson Wentz. Where at the end of it, they're like, bro, we kind of just didn't fuck with him as like a human being. Like, because, mm-hmm. like, because I mean, I, I, I know there are guys in Philly who did not like him. Uh, clearly, Jim Irsay hates, hates the man's guts. I, I know one in Indianapolis that wants his. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jim, Jim Irsay has night sweats, like waking up <laughs> thinking about Carson Wentz. Uh, but I think it's kind of interesting. $30,000 cash on Wentz's head, dead or alive. Uh, I, I kind of want to know. I kind of want to know a little bit more specifics about like what makes Carson Wentz such an unlikable person. He's really That's religious. One. Right. Okay. I, I look, I wasn't gonna take it there, but now that we're talking about it, let's do it. Let's do it. I think I that, that like probably Russell a little Wilson off-putting. And I know Russ can be a little off-putting, uh, per the Legion of Boom. But yeah, uh true. sometimes you're good you know, enough to get sometimes you're good enough to get away with it. And sometimes you're Carson Wentz. Let's be real. This is this is football. Like a lot of guys are religious, <laughs> right? <laughs> on the football all of teams, them. yeah. So, um, basically, all of them. So I don't so know. I mean, I'm, I'm curious. Be, yeah, it can't be just that because listen, John Kitten was like a he used to get fined for wearing a cross on his hat instead of the NFL hat, and all the teammates he played with, they're like John Kitten taught me how to be a man. Like he's the best teammate I ever had. So I don't think it's it ain't just the preachy stuff. That's easy to. Say, oh, he's too pre. What about it? What about the way he's? What's he preaching to you? Like, I, I, I need more details. Yeah, I need more. But clearly, I don't know. I, so now <laughs> we'll see what happens in Washington. Uh, if he can end up being one of the most unlike people in Washington, in if, Washington, one year from now, Daniel Snyder is like, listen, it just brought down the vibes of the organization. <laughs> of the Washington football, football. the command of the Commodores, the Washington Commodores. Well, he's a big uh, game commanders. hunter, right? He does that too. He goes big game hunting, like with. Uh, it's not that would not surprise me yeah, at all. Yeah, but. let me look this up. Carson Wentz. Big oh, that game. I know he's a he's like North Dakota, South. I know he's a big hunt. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He see? seems like a. 
Uh, well, okay, but even this is not irregular for an NFL quarterback. It's it's weird. I feel like like we're stacking layers. Uh, he's like the other day I was reading my Bible and shooting a buck. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and Taylor's okay, like, man, yeah, please stop talking to me, though. I'm gonna fucking <laughs> run your face. Like, don't say words to me. I'm searching uh, the, the dreaded words. Carson Wentz weird. Let's see what we get. Oh, oh. there was. A- I know was one weird. He had way back in the day where he said that he was trying to cut his dick off. I do. Oh remember that. yeah, yeah. He did. Yeah. There's also an alleged story. I'm seeing if it'll come up where I don't. I, I'm almost certain it was Carson Wentz. I think it was in college where allegedly he came home and maybe the missus was or was not with somebody else, and then maybe or maybe not Carson Wentz just kind of like sat in the living room and like waited until the festivities were over. Oh wow! Allegedly, wow! wow. I, Allegedly. I haven't heard this before. I haven't heard this. He before. also Instagrammed I'm... no fat. I mean, <laughs> no fat chicks on June tenth, twenty eleven. Oh, Carson! Carson! But yeah. I was thinking about cutting my dick off. CJ twenty. This one came from me. I want you to. Know, I... <laughs> no, this this was back in the era when like, I, mean, I guess some people still do it. Like you was you could put like a, a signature on your text. Oh yeah, like your tweets and people would do that. I'm about to bring yeah. it back. Uh, <laughs> Catch the ball, CJ20. <laughs> yeah, see, thing where I cut my dick off. True with it. Um, this is why. What do you say? This is why I don't hang with Sam. What is it? <laughs> yeah. Then why didn't you hang with us, Sam? He said, it's, CJ20. It's me, CJ20. <laughs> Sam. Um, Who's he tweeting at? Has anybody else heard this? Car- Am I tripping there? Because if it's not Wentz, I don't want to put that on him. But I'm almost certain it. Carson Wentz. Um, Can't believe how hot it could be in this country in February. <laughs> he was probably in North Dakota. It was probably 81 degrees, and he was like, I'm a boiling. Um, Reading Carson Wentz tweets. Okay, did we ever confirm if the Washington Commanders has a mascot? Because I, I remember when I was uh, I was in Charlotte. Oh, man. I got stuck with this annoying-ass Uber driver. Was yeah, he's a old old school Washington football thing. It's like I don't really think the name's that bad. We're doing something that's good for people. We're bringing awareness to Native American struggles. I'm like, okay, buddy, yep. no, you're not. That, yep, that's uh, what the name is about. <laughs> uh, but he was, tell- he was telling he was telling me that he that's was not, yelling. That old man was about, not a real mascot. No, that's a no, fake. No. That's like okay, I was onion. Say, give me a break. Onion. I didn't uh, okay. look at it. Yeah, until Babylon I B. It. Uh, I don't think they that, have that, one. That's that's what I'm saying because he started ranting about why don't they have a mascot? We just have this dumb looking W. Like that's all you got. We we spent a year on this rebrand and we don't even get a mascot. Not even like a cartoon mascot. I'm not even talking about some high teenager in a suit getting paid two dollars an hour. Not even a drawing. That's what lazy, I was like, bro. All along, I was like, they should have just kept. I would have went Washington Football Club. Just went like soccer style. Kept the W, like just so, this. Don't pick a mascot because you're gonna mess it up, and they messed it up. General you could have just kept commercial. it like yeah, football team or football club. Now, now they get some type of general thing. Um, like their colors, that, like their uniforms and colors, a helmet are already sick. They don't. Okay. Do they need a mascot. That, that's a little bit too far for me because the black helmet has a big W in the middle of the forehead. I don't like. like yeah, I don't. I don't like the black uniforms. I, I don't like the I numbers seen, on the okay. white one either. That look like Missouri or something. Uh, the black with the yellow letters is Missouri. I hadn't seen it. I don't hate that. But Looks the, low budget. It the, the burgundy and gold and the and the white. I don't hate, but the, yeah, I hadn't seen the alternates. I guess I don't like. That's some old Steelers. Uh, mm. Practice uniforms. Mascot is Dan Snyder's lawyer. 
They, listen, you know that boy be working hard. Uh, <laughs> hey, he's earning every bit of listen, his money. That's, that's the hardest working man in the NFL. Uh, what kind of move is this mask guy hitting here? I don't know. He's uh, he's trying to that, spin move that jam and dance? run up field. Oh, he's, he's hitting that Mandela dance. <laughs> that's how Mandela is in the, in the, uh, the Mandela. <laughs> He's doing a new. He's doing a new one. He's like, <laughs> he's putting a little Leeway Rockwell into it. Go Nelson. Go Nelson. Go Nelson. Iowa hand me down. Who is, is that? Dan Snyder. I think that's Dan Snyder. Why is he whispering to the? He's <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of secrets, man. <laughs> you just wait till we get out of here. Uh... Oh, people can walk up and take pictures with it. That's cool. Okay. Um, oh no, I'm... that's Joe Theismann. That's Joe Theismann. Oh, Joe, man, I would not be standing on two legs if I was Joe Theismann <laughs> ever again. Um, man, reminds me I, if, like, if, dude, if, if something like that ever happens to me in a football game, don't look at me again, don't talk to me again. Like, I don't know. Nah, just put up this. You know, how they bring out the sheet when like a horse breaks his leg on the field, yeah. And they're like, listen, you all, you all shouldn't see this. Go get some, uh, turn around. Wow, yeah. And they, <laughs> And then they clean. That's that's how. If my leg broke like Joe Theismann, that's how I would have had to be. Uh, yeah. I, these the, black the, the, uniforms, one, I, they're really throwing me off. They really are some Iowa junior shits. Yeah. Uh, still, one of the craziest things to me about like this past NFL season <laughs> is that Dak Prescott played football again. Like, yeah, listen, like, we talking about that. Early. Did you see Jamison Williams is not running yet, but he's already like skipping and looking to run soon. He uh, tore his ACL was, two months ago. I mean that's just a paper cut nowadays. So. That's what I'm saying. He'll be back by week one. Uh, yeah, yeah, just doing I, some light. If I broke, years, yeah. if I broke my leg like Dak did, doing anything, I'm never doing that thing again. Nah, like no, no, no. Nah. I'm going. I'm going home. I'm, you guys are never going to see me again. <laughs> was, it, was it Tony Romo uh, that when Dak broke his ankle was like maybe that's just a cramp. Uh, yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think he was like, "Ooh, maybe that." Like, I don't know, his foot's facing 180 degrees the other way, Tom. Yeah, it's a bad cramp. Yeah, there, there, uh, there was that concussion this year where the guy was like shaking, and was it Romo or? Was oh, that was else? Romo. I said, "Man, we're, we're in LA. Oh, no, it's no, a little chilly." Out. I think that was Joe Buck. Yeah, Joe Buck. Uh, did no, it. that was Buck. That was yeah. Buck. You're right. Um, yeah. He's it's like, maybe little, it's a little chilly really here. Uh, it's. And the so, brisk eighty one out here in L A. Uh, that was a, a Donald Parham by the uh, on yeah. the Chargers. Yeah, that he was like me, uh, having a seizure, and yeah. no, he was, he was just chilling. Somebody was like, so I think the the Chargers signed um, Gerald Everett, right, uh, the tight end from Seattle, to like a three year deal. And someone asked me, like, man, like I thought they were going to give Donald Parham a chance. Like, does Donald Parham want another chance? Like. Is he good? Because that was the last time that I saw him. He was yeah. he was just laying on the ground. We we even heard from him since. So I, I don't know if he's good, I, but I I don't think having a backup is a terrible idea. No, <laughs> it, it really like it, it is kind of remarkable. It's like I don't know what like what happened to that guy. It's like now they strapped him up. He gave a thumbs up, and we never heard about him ever again. They finished playing the game like they just they hosed off the uh, the blood and all that and prayed for him and. Uh, Kickoff. What's the, yeah, it looks like his silence. Yeah, it says it looks like he did. Yeah, he did break his silence after. Oh, it's in a different. Okay. Oh man. So he did. Gross, yeah. <laughs> you know that's a that's a special oh, curse. Oh, oh. I don't think oh, yeah, I've, seen yeah. Spanish, um, I've never right. seen a Spanish uh, ad blocker before. Yeah, that was something else. Uh, listen, when you get into Donald Parham uh, corner of the internet, 
<laughs> well, they it's did. Really, uh... They tendered him, so they gave him a contract. So he's back. So he's back. back okay. Listen again. Football players just kind of don't really subscribe to much it's of different. any like regular rules. It's just it's different, man. Yeah, they just they they just different all around. It's like, man, his his leg came off. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, he's supposed to be back by camp. Uh, he might miss the first week of camp, but he will not miss two. I play football. I mean, from basically the time that I was eight until I was a sophomore in college, I swear, dude, you can get a concussion every game. If like every single, I'm sure game. some do. Mm-hmm. You can get a concussion every single game. Like it's wild. Like the fact that this sport even exists in the capacity that it does, and the players just get bigger, stronger, and faster. Like I have to examine this at some point, but not until yeah, but I you're retire. smarter though. When you're smarter. Mm. Your brain does like your brain's bigger. <laughs> there's not as much room up there for it to slosh around. <laughs> so, okay, do you remember where Rob Gronkowski? No, um, where Rob Gronkowski said he healed his CTE? Yeah, Dr- drinking like some tea. It's drinking that Russell yeah, Wilson something, water. Something like that. Um, <laughs> 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 the article said, "Give me the, the title of the article." Uh, uh, hold on, I gotta, clicker. gotta disable the. And blocker, oh. these people. Bro, this is hell. This is hell. We gotta do something some about this. Like, I just want some damn news, man. Right. I, I don't. Uh, I'm not like, gonna click on any. Like, of the look ads, what so. it looks like now. Now that you turned it off, look at this site. Like, Jesus Christ. You want to buy a Mazda and also go to Harvard Business School next day? Do it. <laughs> do it right now. Um, Rob Gronkowski. I just need the title of the article. Uh, Rob Gronkowski said that he fixed his CTE. How is that possible? <laughs> <laughs> Senior contributor Bruce Lee. Yeah, what? what it, oh, okay. What? It, what? It, he said, uh, "Yeah, I appreciate and respect that you have the guts to talk honestly about concussions and CTE. But <laughs> right now, CTE cannot be fixed. I invite your help in changing that." Hey. Rob Gronkowski went on top of Chris Nowinski, PhD. <laughs> I want to, Rob. I don't think he's got his PhD yet. Uh, he says it is fixable. I fixed mine. There are plenty of methods in this world that allow for the brain to recover from severe. <laughs> that is also why I would allow my kid to play football. <laughs> wait, wait, what, what methods, Rob? <laughs> I'm going to read the tweet again. I'm going to read the tweet again. It is fixable. I fixed mine. I do know this about CTE. It cannot be diagnosed until after the person is dead, technically, unless they have recently changed that, only officially diagnosed. Mm -hmm. So Gronk is like, no, I had it, but now I don't. Um, There are plenty of methods. I I could go on for days listing methods uh, (laughs) that would allow the brain to recover from Severe <laughs> damage. Because if we all like, if there's oh one it, one part of your body that can really take a licking and keep on ticking, it's the brain, and it's really not hey. that important either. It's like it's like your uh, tonsils. You know what I'm saying? You got them, but you don't need them. It's just like. it's, just, it's just the best because I don't know where else I can find analysis from a former rest, a former WWE wrestler turned PhD. Concussion advice to Rob Gronkowski and Rob credible concussion advice, right? Very credible concussion advice, and honestly, a WWE wrestler 
I know a little thing or two about some CTE. He probably uh, learned with more there in the NFL. He's like, man, I was in, I thought the NFL was bad. Y'all are crazy. Rob said, it is fixable. I fixed mine. Okay. Oh, what do you even say to that? What like what can you even say back yeah, to that? I think Chris, you got yeah, you're right. I, you're right. You're, My eight years of medical school are wrong. <laughs> you found you found something that we had not found, Rob. How did how'd you do it? <laughs> <laughs> How'd you do it, Doc? Um, Does he have? Are there more tweets? No. What did that last tweet say? Um, that was, I think, that was just. Uh... Oh, okay. that was the first. Yeah, tweet. the first tweet. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, okay, so what is he replying to? Like, what was the original video or whatever? Um, it looks like a CBS. Uh, oh, to, to Gronk initially saying that. Can we play that? I thought like we could play that. No, that's CBS. Nah, that's I mean, um, it's on Twitter. Actually, you know what? Don't listen to me. I don't. Yeah, know. I was gonna say, yeah. Listen, if it's on, if it's, that's, <laughs> the big, that's the biggest reason you know. If, it, if Twitter allows it, no one else should. But it's posted um, by CBS. That's why. Yeah, yeah. that's a good, that's a good point. Uh, but it said Rob yeah. Rob Gronkowski told uh, Renan. Uh, I'm gonna butcher that name. Renan. Let's, let's Renan, move on. That he let his son play football only after educating him about what he went through in the game. He said he's had about nine surgeries and probably 20 concussions. More than 20, for sure. Easily he fixed more him, than though. 20. But he fixed them. He fixed them, though. Yeah, I think it was Channing Crowder way back in the day who played He played linebacker. Now he has that uh, I'm an athlete podcast. Mm-hmm. He claimed one time that he, he got a concussion every single game he played in. Uh, I believe I him. don't think that's good. As a linebacker, think, yeah, I don't think that's a crazy thing to say. And also, dude, I, I also don't him. think people, I also don't think people understand like how easy it is to get a concussion. Yeah, I think and, people like there's a very like you have to get hit and you're you're all the way out and you're woozy. It's like not necessarily. Um, yeah. it, they don't always look like that knocked out cold birds flying around your head and shit. Yeah. Have you? I'm, I'm sure. How many diagnoses have you had? Eh? Yeah. How many diagnoses have you had? Uh, I'll say like six, probably. Uh, have you ever had a concussion actually? <laughs> um, not diagnosed, but I, I, one time when I was snowboarding, I fell backwards and hit my head really bad. I just didn't tell anybody. That's probably that not probably, a good idea. That's probably a concussion. No. I have yeah, one di- diagnosed, and I was like, I can't. I was like, people do this, they go back into the game and play NFL football. Yeah, but there's been a lot of games like. You don't say anything, but you get out the game and you're like, oh, my God, my head is killing me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And but because guess what? If you tell the trainer that your head hurts, then you're soft. That matters that's, more than living to be like 80 years old. That's the rules. I, uh, I remember in middle <laughs> unless school. Unless you can like drunk. Uh, would you say? <laughs> in middle school, I broke my wrist and then I they made me play like three plays after with a broken wrist. They were like. I was like, I can't block. And they were like, well, you have to finish the down. And I was like, I don't think I can. <laughs> Dude, that, that reminds me of my, my little brother. Attitude, uh, pussy. Like my, my wrist is hanging off my hand. My little brother played peewee football, and he played running back. He was really good, man. Like, he was big, fast kid. And I remember there was a play where he was, uh, he, was he got like an 80-yard run, and he almost scored. He broke his wrist stiff-arming the kid before the end zone. And, you know, he had to get a casket, like, all that shit. And my dad was like, it's okay, buddy. Like, you'll, you'll be right back in there, you know, healthy, better than new. And my brother's like, no, I won't. Yeah, um, no, I'll never be back there again. I'm, he's like, he's like I'm, I'm never playing that again. He's like, I'm playing basketball now. 
Try to get on the <laughs> football field. Uh, <laughs> that, that was the last time he ever played football. He said he, he broke his wrist and he was done. <laughs> if, he, if he only knew what Gronk knew, it's like, listen, man, you can get the damage, but you can un- – it's fine. He said, okay. That's all reversal. Can you look up with 30 – 32, probably 33. We get he's been playing football. Okay, 32. Let's say he's been playing for about 20 years. Let's just call it 12. Conservatively. Let's say he's been playing for 20 years. His style of play, position, all that. He's saying he had on average one per year. It's a lie. What do we think the number re- like like what do we think the number really? I'd say um 50. Would, yeah, I would say probably at least 25. Oh, I, really, I, if he's saying 20, I'm doubling it like off the rip. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was talking about like, per yeah. season. Oh, okay. 20%. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Dude, these guys are taking huge hits. Or I, I would or I would say I would say Gronkowski had at least two to three plays per game that could had enough force to give someone a concussion. That's PFS next lane, right? Concussion worthy CWP. Oh, have you seen the new helmets that they're putting out for like college kids? I know CJ Stroud is wearing it. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a new helmet that like tracks how much like I think how much force you're taking on impact. <laughs> how scrambled your brain is getting. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> it's, it's real live. They can see someone scrambling your brain like eggs. In a, yeah, they in a like, wow, brain. man. No, like you just lost a uh, three IQ off that hit. The numbers say you just lost three <laughs> IQ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, dude, I'm the concussion I had. My mom had to wake me up in the middle of the night for like a week. They didn't want me to go to sleep, and she would have to wake me up and ask me questions. And that was the first that I know of. And this man said he had a smooth twenty, and it's just like I'm still trucking, baby. I, I like I don't think fifty is cra- like it really might be over a hundred. That's yeah. I was being conservative when I said fifty. Like, I was thinking which more is, like a hundred. Like he said again, he's saying one per year. A hundred would just impossible. just be five per year, considering spring ball practice. Think about it. This games. is a guy who's he made a living going up the middle. Yeah, like that's his being, thing. Yeah, being bigger and stronger than everyone. Like, but you're still getting hit by linebackers and safeties like ten times a game, dude. When you're not, you're blocking defensive ends. Like, you definitely have more than 20 concussions in your career. Which It's like, listen, I'm a, I'm a tank, you know? I'm, I'm 6'5", and <laughs> whatever. It's like, yeah, but the guy that's hitting you with 6'4", 240, like... Yeah, you he, and he's him. faster than you. <laughs> right, he's running at you at a faster speed. Uh, and he also has 10 homies coming to do exactly what he... Like, they are zoned in on you. And nobody Football's can tackle crazy. you one-on-one. So he's definitely getting hit, like... Football is such games. a crazy sport, man. Like the 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 defensive line times this year, the guy like Jordan Davis, three hundred forty pounds, he ran a four seven. He ran a four seven. Like, <laughs> what is block. that? <laughs> that it's not human. Um, it's not human. Like I'm kind of glad the Earth is kind of disintegrating between our you know under our feet because not kind of it's it's falling oh, apart. Kind of. Kind of, kill the planet. Uh, we kill the planet. Uh, oh, it's dead, yeah. baby. It yeah. <laughs> should just be catching on fire now. Uh, we are done, though. Uh, can you imagine if 
climate change wasn't destroying the planet, what football would look like in like 30 years, if we had 30 years left, per se. It, it's like, nah, you can't draft that quarterback. He he just ran a four or five. That's just too slow. You can't, well, play, with, <laughs> you can't play with the statue back there anymore. It's a different game. We're, uh, we're, we're, we're kind of like already there because even if you just look at the 40 times, everyone's running like a four eight or a four seven, like at the quarterback position. It's crazy now. It's kind of cool, but I don't know. At some point, we're going to have to stop. Listen, we'll never stop. I oh, just want you to the know. Earth, the, earth will, the Earth will take care of that for us. Let, hey, well, let's got his work cut out for him. What are you waiting <laughs> on? Um, once I saw this, like, shit just catch on fire now. And I was like, this is great. This is great. Uh, the ocean's garbage, and Rob Gron- Gronkowski is fixing CTE. <laughs> I think I think all is going well. Um, okay, we got some new new uh, Rooney Rule addendums. Oh man! In the NBA, we've got or NBA, the NFL, we've got to. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, some new rules. This was actually keep, interesting. Keep the playing field uh, somewhat Ooh. level. <laughs> This was actually interesting on like some not jokey shit, uh, <laughs> which is rare. But uh, I think this is good. I, I don't know if this will work, but I think they finally started to address something that can start to cause some change. Mm-hmm. Uh, because basically, over the last few years, you've seen just off. It's been basically just a bunch of offensive guys uh, getting right. jobs. So you have you- one good year, and you in the mix. Yeah. Right, but you have to deconstruct that even further and figure out, like, right, well, who is getting these offensive jobs? And a lot of the times, it's like former quarterbacks, right, uh, who tend to be white guys. Uh, like, even look at what, Doug Peterson, Frank Reich, Mike Kafka, who got hired by uh, the Giants this year to be their OC. I mean, Cliff makes King's sense. Because, yeah. Kingsbury, right? Like, it, it it all makes sense. Like when you when you think about it like that. Uh, so if if you're if you're like kind of starting from a, a base of people, quarterbacks or you know offensive minded guys, you're not really getting uh, you're not really getting the uh, uh, <laughs> I got distracted by my phone. You're not really getting a diverse group. Uh, you just get you get one persp- you get right. ten different perspectives that are all tall white guys. Right. So now you so now what this rule is saying is like hey. All 32 teams, you are going to have either like a, a black person or a woman that works very closely with the offensive side of the ball. And I don't know like if this will lead to jobs down the road, but down the road. But I think what this does is like you're almost mandating and legislating relationship building that turns to be jobs down the line. Because let's say you know. Um, this is going to plant the seed that for like, like, you're planting the seeds. Like I don't, I don't know if we'll see the the benefits of this for like ten or fifteen years. Right. Like, this this it's like an incubation program almost. But let's say you're a coach trying to get into the game, and you know the NFL places you with Andy Reid for two years, and you get you get to be Andy man Andy Reid's right hand man for two years. That's really good for your future uh, in the NFL. But and also, Eric, Eric being to me got to be like. It's actually not that good. Though. Right. Okay. okay. Like, it's, it's not that good. It's not that good. But it's a starting point. It is, yeah. You got to start I, somewhere for sure. I think it's a better starting point that we had in the past, which was just, uh, <laughs> hey, you just got to re- you got to interview somebody. Uh, 
You just call him on. Yeah. Hello. Uh, thanks for the interview, Marvin Lewis. Okay, bye bye. Uh, yeah, or, or even before that, because because before they started using guys like Brian Flores for their their spam interviews, they would be like, hey, we'll interview the assistant special teams coordinator for this job. Okay, well, he's not qualified. Like you, like no one thinks that this person is qualified for that job, and that's not a slight to him. It's just right. you don't have the experience to be an NFL head coach. Uh, so, look. It's I I I am still horrifically cynical about the Rooney Rule in general. I I I think it's been unequivocally a failure. But I'm just trying not to be so grim about one aspect of of what we're trying to do here, uh, because I I because I don't me. think I, this doesn't mean that the the owners give a shit about diversity or making I their their yeah. I think that's what ultimately found to. Like the NFL instituted the Rooney Rule. NFL is instituted all this, and it comes down to Roger Goodell can't make these guys hire anybody they don't want. Like you know what I'm saying? You can. You can I, I yeah. just from asking around and getting to know people, like I generally do believe that Roger Goodell wants a league to look more diverse. I don't know if it's something that he cares about or if it's something he knows will make his resume look better. I think you can question the motives behind it, but this is something that he would like to do. But <clears throat> at the same time, well, I'm, I'm gonna walk into Jerry Jones office and say, hey, my boss, you have to do something about this because Roger Goodell, he's not the one that makes the hires at the end of the day. Uh, so, right. hey, we'll see what happens. What, the good thing is that own, like rich, like billionaires love being told what to do. Yeah. I think that's yeah. the best part. And I think that's really like, honestly, where my, it's like okay, we have to have this person. We have to have this, you know, either minority or woman. They'll be there, but it's one like they, you're you're mandated to be here. Are you really going? Are they going to give you the best type of game? You know what I'm saying? And even then, when it comes, you could be with Andy Reid five years, and you sit down with an interview. Is you versus Josh McCown, who's still tall, white, former quarterback, and the team will be like, yeah. well, we just we thought Josh McCown fit with our. Uh, our scheme better um so that i just i don't i know that's the cynical part but i don't think the nfl or anybody in it has deserves any benefit of the doubt and hope i guess the, the hope is that of 32 if everybody has to have it then like there are gifted offensive minds of color and women and all that like mm-hmm. clearly they're not being found like you said because they're not being it starts at the beginning like you said they're never really getting a chance so mm-hmm. this theoretically gets them in the door but it I feel like it doesn't take the other people out of the room right, right you know what i'm exactly. saying so it'll still exactly. be okay you mr <laughs> Mrs. bruce arians for five years um right right sorry, uh, we, we're gonna go with uh mason rudolph thank you yeah. we just uh, we, we, you. we've 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 gotten like two percent better yeah uh, well, see we've got uh, <laughs> there's this is this thing we have an asian yeah. woman I, in I, seattle I, and apparently a yeah. man of color uh in Cleveland. Yeah. I just do think I I just think it, it was important for them to finally start to address like, hey, only offensive guys are really getting jobs lately and black people right. don't really get to coach offense. But the the one thing that does bug me about this adjustment is I don't know why they lumped women and minorities together. Because to me, like you're still still kind of missing the point of I think you just gotta check the box, man. Right. You're still kind of missing the point of it's not diversity just for the sake of having diversity. It's diversity for the sake of trying to find the most qualified people possible and right. like find like finding as many applicants as you can. And 
Like, I think why not just put it in two separate categories, like minorities and women, or just two positions in general? Like, I I think doing one or the other, you're still cutting off a good amount of people that might have good ideas about how you can yeah. fix your team or your organization. So, like, they're 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 in like they're finally starting to look in the right spots on where to move forward with this but they're still missing opportunities to make it as good as it possibly can be but, hey it's a bunch of trump supporters and like billionaire and, owners, and, so. and that's <laughs> hey, so never ever ever be, it don't matter what you tell them they have to do they're not gonna like it Like you could again this in theory is like hey we're trying to open the pool right there is there are talented offensive minds out there that are men and women and of different colors we're trying to this helps you, you understand. But I think it's like a, we don't care. It don't matter if it helps us. You're telling us to do it. We don't like, we'll, we'll dig our heels in. We don't want to do it. Okay. We can, she could, she'll be in the meeting room with us, but is she going to be getting the type of, you know what I'm saying? The type of game that they really pass along in the old boys club. And like somebody uh, who said, like Corey B said in the chat, people cut like you might get the chance. You don't, typically get the second chance that's another issue because we'll see i don't know insert uh failed white quarterback here (laughs) who's uh didn't doug peterson uh just get the job in jacksonville he gets to coach trevor lawrence for all his uh ales and brian flores is the defensive assistant to mike tomlin so yeah it just uh, mike tomlin's been fed up lately he said some real shit yesterday what is like? He, yeah, what he, he said uh, <laughs> he doesn't have any faith that it's going to get better, uh, and he basically said he hired Brian Flores because someone's going to look, someone's got to look out for him. Why not me? Uh, That's right. <laughs> hey, <laughs> it, I was, it was a thing for a while. I was like, okay, he all the head coach jobs filled up, and I thought it was just going to turn quick to well, he's overqualified for a coordinator. We can't have him do that, and I thought he was just going to sit out the year. Um, but yeah, no, I, I yeah, I didn't see it. what. Uh, do we have the Tomlin quote? Um, we, uh, no, this is about here. this is about him. Not he said he shouldn't have had a shot uh, at hiring Flores. Oh, uh, it was on Twitter. Scroll through the internet. Yeah, I was big. I I thought Tomlin should take that USC job. Man, get out of there. And I know. I feel like the more, the more yeah. we learn about Mike Tomlin, I feel like he, is he the greatest coach in NFL history? Because look at look at what has fallen apart with like Le'Veon Bell and Ben Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown. Like those three guys were together all the time, and it for didn't years. really spill up for years. And, when, and it didn't when, really it didn't really fall apart until the end of it. Yeah, his All Pro running back retired. Uh. His all his Hall of Fame wide receiver lost his fucking mind. And Ben Roethlisberger was Ben Roethlisberger, which is the worst thing anybody could ever say about anybody. Um, is this the Tomlin quote? Yes. We have, here we go. Okay. Tom, see, I haven't been in any discussion. So, no, I don't have a level of confidence that would lead me to believe that things are going to be better, Tomlin said. I'm more of a show-me guy as opposed to a guy that sits around and talks about things. So we clearly have a trend where our, this our head is coaches. Rooney. This, this is the owner. Uh, this is the owner. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. about that. Um, yeah, I don't think there's anything else with Tomlin here. <laughs> oh wait, here's some Tomlin. Here's yeah, some Tomlin. 
but that's kind of the point. Like Mike Tomlin, the I think he's the second longest tenured coach, right? Belichick. And it's like, hey, I knew I had to reach out and grab a guy that just coached three NFL years and had a winning record because he might not get a gig. That's where it's like these tiny tweaks to the Rooney rules are completely missing a bigger problem that a guy like that, that the story is that Brian Flores wanted to sue and not that allegedly Stephen Ross is offering a hundred thousand dollars for a loss per loss. Yeah. And the funny thing is that the losses is what's going to get Stephen Ross caught up, lose his team over, you know, the other stuff that Brian Flores has to say, because there's one thing that the NFL deeply does care about. And that is the perception of competition. So when you see Calvin Ridley gambling on games or uh, Brian Flores accusing Stephen Ross of uh, $100,000 offer per loss, that's the stuff that the NFL deeply, deeply, deeply does care about, which is kind of funny uh, because me personally, I found the most interesting part to be that he felt confident enough to come out and say, I am, you know, being discriminated against. And hey, probably right. Listen, nobody. <laughs> I said, nobody ever was like, you're wrong, Flores. They was like, eh, you don't say that part. Uh, you, they would have preferred, you know, you don't, you don't do, you don't handle a lawsuit. You take them backstage and you talk to them like Chris Rock. You just tell them how these things are, this racism is hurting my feelings. And the NFL says, oh my God, we did not know. Uh, and Jerry Jones hires Mike, Mc yeah, Mike McCarthy. Who was a not a well received coach? I think it's fair to say, Scoob, uh, yeah. up in Packerland. Some would say that. <laughs> Some would say he's not allowed back up here. <laughs> Some say he cannot show his face. Uh, took, I think, a year off. Lied. Laughed about lying, uh, and is still coaching this team. That's it's a tough scene, man. <laughs> tough scene, man. Brian Flores has had a winning record past two seasons with yeah. a quarterback <laughs> nobody thinks is like just consensus everyone's down on an owner yeah. who was trying to get his team to be on the take and couldn't do it um but no i think this now this rule this, this is the rule this is the tweak that gets us there and i know it's cynical but I, again i just they've shown yeah. nothing they've shown well, they nothing shown um, and going back to the paying for losses thing not enough money man it's not a, a hundred grand per loss because I can I can make more if I just do my do a, do my job and try to get hired somewhere else. Now, if we're talking five hundred grand, I was gonna, yeah because if we lost it was still sixteen then. So we're talking one point six million. When you take into the fact, we say that's not well, enough. One point six not enough. Like what Corey said, I'm taking this one point six, and then because I went over sixteen, I never get a chance again. So this was this was basically 1.6 million for my basically my right this. to ever be taken seriously again. And then Hugh Jackson came in and said the Browns did the same thing, and they were like, "Hugh, do you have any proof?" And he was like, "Uh, not really, but I hired Art Bryles. Do, do you like <laughs> the people like that?" That was such a weird week for Hugh. I was like, "Hugh, what are you doing? Like, do you just like people being mad at you?" Because yeah, Hugh Jackson's the worst a, reader of a room ever. He's like, is this ever, what the people like? Ever. And I'm just, I'm I looking at him that. like, why? Wh what do? You, what are you getting out of saying this shit? Because <laughs> all you did was bring attention to the fact that you hired Art Bryles to the point where 
it was alleged whether or not you had like funneled money away from your charity for for tax purposes. It's one of those you should what be saying that? less things, Hugh. You know you live in foul. You should be saying less things. I have floors as well. I can prove it. And it was like, oh damn. And then they were like, really? And he was like, actually, no. Uh, and Brian Forbes was like, what the fuck, bro? Like, I thought I had a little state. Now I gotta uh I gotta work with the Steelers linebackers next year. Yeah. So I what's it? The NFL hired whom? Mary Joe White to investigate Brian Flores' allegation about the Ooh, oh I didn't, this is twenty three hours ago this is recent yeah the SEC oh, wow. chair former SEC chair he's gonna probe the claim I do want the NFL hired whoever's going to investigate this the NFL hired yes what you you see, you see what I'm saying so I can't I can't imagine that whoever right, the NFL right, hired right. to <laughs> investigate this. NFL is giving her a whole bunch of money. Right. Yeah, They're giving her a whole bunch of money so that they can get the report that says, actually, you guys fucked up. Yeah, I, I must <laughs> call it like I see it, NFL, and you were wrong. Um, <laughs> surely that can be trusted. Um, the same Cleveland Browns who, uh, who asked Deshaun Watson how they felt about Deshaun Watson. And they were like, we got rave reviews. So... And then the videos of his deposition started going out on the internet. I'm like, oof. <laughs> the nasty I, man is, he was really out here. I started watching, <laughs> and I started watching, he did like one sit down interview, like in the locker room with the Browns guy. And I started, and I was like, I don't even think, I don't even, I just, I don't want to really hear anything he has to say. No. It's not saying, no oh, he's going to get up there and say some bull. He's going to get up there. I'm just not interested. I'm just not interested. Yeah. It's like, I can't imagine, like, they were sitting knee to knee in the interview. It's like, is this going to be, like, hard-hitting journalism? Probably, and that's not on the reporter. Uh, you don't get that report. Yeah, I, I have to say, that's, a, that's a tough yeah. spot. That's what I'm saying. So you I, say it was I, a, the Browns team reporter? I think, if, if I'm not, because he had on, like, Browns team gear, Deshaun oh, had it on, yeah. and they were in the locker room. So that if I'm that not, means... I mean, I just knowing how this stuff works, like that that order came from upstairs. Like one of you guys has to do an interview that makes him look better than yeah. that press conference did. You're gonna have to sit down <laughs> with him, you're gonna have to smile at him, you're gonna have to lob him softball after softball after softball. Um Yeah, there's there's no way I and and the thing is those those team reporter jobs, they don't make a whole lot of money either. Like you're really that's really selling your soul to the devil's uh shit right there. That's what I said. And I, it's not I, I can't remember the name, but I wouldn't say that because it, it, it's not on him. This would have happened to any team. Right, right. Saying it's the a, team it's a... would have been like, yeah, you, you'll sit down and you'll ask him about you know what he's doing in the community and what he's looking forward to, and we'll ask him about it, where you where you get your favorite Cleveland hamburger, or, you know, one of those uh, something to endear him to the city, and that's that. Look, Post that, look at this. We've gotten to systemic versus individual problems. And I think that that's where it starts to get interesting with the coverage about this because people got to eat, bro. That's <laughs> what's and it, it's like, <laughs> the issue with this is not on the reporter. It's on the nasty man. Like, let's not ever take that focus. It's on the away. Browns for doing this trade and putting someone in that spot. Yeah. Uh, look, I, I've been someone who's been put in a real bad spot by uh, an employer before, and it, it's a real Same. helpless feeling. Where you're just sitting there like, oh man, like what the fuck am I gonna do to get out of this? Been there. Um, <laughs> yeah, been there. So I get it, and again, that's why it's not on this report say because this would have been 
he would have been doing the Saints sit down or the Falcons sit down or oh, the right. Seahawks sit down. We've been asking the same. So after uh, uh, you, you had a year of um, controversy. How did you overcome that? Like stuff like that? And it's like, I'm, I think I'm good, man. Yeah. I think I'm just good. And it's going to be super nasty next year. God forbid. They start like six and two or something. Uh, well, uh, we got to see what the suspension is uh, first. Oh, Drew, I did see that. Uh, yeah. We would think eight games. What do we think it's going to be? I, I don't know. I, I really don't know because I feel like there's two ways that <laughs> they could approach this. The super cynical way of just saying, all right, man, let's move past this. Two games, rip it off. Let's go. But I, I think that, you know, if Goodell wants to be like when we look back on this like 10 years from now, uh, I think it might serve Goodell and his legacy a little bit better to give him like a 10 game or that gets, you know, shifted down to an eight games because they the way that the contract is constructed, they're expecting something this right. year. Like they're, they're expecting some form so the base of, salary of, is what one million and one, it's like, one, yeah. Uh, Forty nine like, million in like roster bonus signing yeah, there, bonus. There, there, there's some uh, come out of your base salary. So right and right and they have some you know some finicky void language in regards to the bonuses and the suspension. And why would they have? Why, why would they have that in there? Why do you think they put right. that in there? School just right. boilerplate <laughs> stuff. <laughs> uh, Sometimes you gotta yeah. bury the bury the the numbers. You know, hide <laughs> hide the funds. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah, but I mean, I, I, at its core, though. Suspension will come from conduct detrimental to the league, which I I don't think anyone can argue that this is conduct detrimental to the league, uh, or that this isn't conduct detrimental to the league. Uh, even if even if the even if they don't, you know, take a cor- appropriate action, I I can guarantee you Roger Goodell is not having fun with all this Deshaun Watson stuff. No, you know, out there in the open. So that's where the the, embar- the 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 suspension more comes from embarrassing the NFL than it does from actually what you have done uh and i think that for for them they're this 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 saga has been disaster uh culminating in that press conference the other day where i mean they weren't prepared for a question like what what do we say to people who don't want to root for the browns anymore like andrew barry was stuck there for 30 seconds saying nothing i mean that's one of the first questions that you should be ready for because like he did turn of, a like, lot of people. We, we had never considered someone might not root for the Browns for the. He's innocent. Right. Why would you? Why would you not root for the Browns? We're bringing in this definitely innocent man. Right. And I don't know how you're not ready for the backlash of some of these questions when immediately after that trade went through, they had an old hashtag International Women's Day post go viral. Uh, so that that should tell you how people are. You know that that that's your temperature te- check on what people are feeling about this trade and. I thought it was so bad. And then, like we talked about before, if you're going to be, you know, to have that press conference be as bad as it is, and then to put some reporter who's just trying to make a, make some money in front of a camera and say, hey, you got to be a part of the cleanup for us. Like, it's just, it's We're really dark. we sacrificing you and your mentions, right? Like, we know this is going to be hell for it's, it's sinister. XYZ reporter. Uh, sinister when you think about it but hey that's uh, you don't you don't quite get to be a billion dollars or a billionaire by being a good person and come out for people around you <laughs> i i for one am ready to what i i've never felt better about watching a league with such strong moral character i feel like roger goodell is the leader this organization needs to take us into 2022 2023 
Um, and things are fine. I think we could all, I, like, if I talk to Roger Goodell right now, I would say, Roger, things fine. He would say yes. NFL's <laughs> making more money than it ever has, I bet. <laughs> the not fine league. Um, Roger might say, I don't feel fine, but things are fine. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> the money's fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so what do we ultimately think he gets? Because somebody pointed it out, if he gets, um, if they consider last year time due, and I don't think they, because he technically sure, wasn't. Yeah, he, he was just inactive last year. Which is for all of last year. Very cool. He was just an inactive, like, I think they practiced him at like safety or something. He was, he was essentially on paid leave without the NFL having to do anything about it. Uh, yeah. Because it was just a perfect storm of like the trade request plus the allegations. At, it, it, the, 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 the easiest thing for everyone to do was just, just sit there for a year, Deshaun. Just yeah. Sit there. Uh, I mean, because I, I think they didn't even want to put him on the exempt list because. Uh, it was a, a civil cases, not criminal at the time, but even that didn't track because there have been a lot of civil cases that were guys have ended up on the exempt list. So, like, when uh, the Jameis one, like the Uber, when that's uh, civil, not criminal, because I know he got suspended over it. Yeah, he, I mean, there's there's been a whole lot of things. Uh, yeah, I mean, the way the NFL has handled this is like they're scared to do something about it, which is to me is kind of strange because they've been really heavy handed in the past. I, I just can't. The NFL not showing any consistency. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I guess that I guess I should say that's not strange. It's like the most normal shit in the world. Yeah, I know. Color me surprised. Um, well, no, it's it, it's fine. Everything's fine. Goodell's fine. Things fine. are generally fine. I think everyone can agree. I think we can all go out on things being fine. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um. Charles McDonald, we're a week away. We can some change away from the exempt list. Thank you for joining us, sir. Thanks for having me. Yeah, next week, April 6th. It's going to be a blast. Uh, hope you, uh, if you, if you don't mind, I know if you're listening to this show, you don't mind marathon episodes. So Correct. you'll be, uh, you'll be enjoying next week for sure. It's going to be a great time. As I'm saying, you're, you're preaching to the choir here. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. uh, April 6th. Thank you for dropping by. Thank you to, to chat for yelling at us. We like that. Uh, thank you love to Scoob. We love that. Thank to Scoob for, Scoob. for pushing buttons. Of course. Uh, and pulling up our, our, our whatever we need pulled up. Uh, <laughs> just crushing it. So thank you to everyone. Everyone's already gave thumbs up. They already gave the five star. You already subscribed, so you can yell at us tomorrow. So I don't even need to say that part. We'll catch you 21 hours from now.